we are live. Hey, Concrete. Happy Sunday. What's good? Happy Sunday, honey. It's been a good day so far. It's been a busy day for me. It wasn't as productive of a morning as I would have liked. I didn't sleep well, so I laid around longer than I should have and got a little bit of a late start, but it, you know, it's all good. I got the important things done. I got laundry started and dinner marinated and had to run to the grocery store because I needed one or two more ingredients. So I got the important things out of the way. So I am not complaining. Aside from that, how has the latter half of your week been? It was good. It was really good. Um, yesterday after we brunched, mm -hmm. um, I thought I was going to come back and take a nap, but I didn't. So I uh, just kind of piddled around the house and then me and Curlin went on date night. Okay. And honey, I was in bed by like 8.30, o'clock. Oh, <laughs> early. Wow. It was a real yeah. early night for you, child. Yes. And I, I kind of felt bad because I was like, damn, um, we were supposed to hang out and listen to some beats and stuff mm -hmm. and um, or listen to some of his beats and stuff. And child was out and then messed around and slept for the whole night. Like the whole Did night. You? You, that means yeah. you needed the rest. Like when you yeah. sleep like that and have like a full night's rest, baby, your body was like, uh, you need to rest, you know? Yes. And so, um, yeah, girl, I've been in the gym, honey, uh, okay. trying to get summertime fine, yeah. honey. Yes, yes, yes. We love to hear it. Yes. Yeah. So um, uh, my trainer's been, oh, my God. He been getting it in with you? Girl. Mm. like so I think I'm gonna start working out or try to my goal is to work out like four times a week mm -hmm. and um keep up with it so wish me luck honey girl you can do goals. it good luck <laughs> to you um what I typically do but I just do like generally cardio at the house like I rarely get a chance to make it to the gym um but we do have like we've started a little gym and like on one side of our garage mm -hmm. uh, where we're starting to build that out. But um, I still would like to be able to get to the gym more more frequently. It's just with working so much. And my main thing was like my diet. So like my diet was like crucial for me. But, you know, it's been it's been going well if I can um, kick up the uh, exercise. But now that it's like well now that it's supposed to be spring um there's a bike trail behind our house and yeah. we have a bike, so i need to just kind of get on the bike trail as opposed like i would prefer doing that than working out in the house or going to the gym yeah i think like the scenery and then Girl. being able to breathe in the fresh air mm -hmm. and it's just you know it's a different vibe exactly we can literally walk out our back gate and hop on the trail so it's like perfect so, yeah, we have a trail by our house too now, honey. I don't know. Um, for whatever reason, I'd, I'd be a little uh, scared to go back by myself. You know. Well, it's something y'all could definitely do together too. See, ours is real open and it'd be so many people back there. So it's like real, you know, busy trail. But um, it's something maybe y'all could do together. Honey, uh, we, that's actually like our type of uh flavor you know okay, we, we like actually that. like doing that you know okay okay getting See, out and hanging out and stuff it's nice yeah i like doing stuff like that with my fiance but like the gym 
I don't mind, like, he has always been into fitness. Like, he did personal training when he was younger, martial arts for over 20 years. So he's always been into fitness. But, like, that's his domain. So it'll be, like, him, a lot of him directing me, which I don't mind because he'll be like, okay, now I need you to do this machine. And, I like, I, you know, I'm not bothered by it, but I would prefer something just more casual, us riding a bike on the trail or something like that. Yeah. Um, we will be dropping the link after we get done with our portion of the show. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Look, look at this guy. <laughs> um, I don't know if that's too much. Like, I don't know what too much personal information is in relation to anything that we said. We didn't give out our address or tell where we live. I mean, people probably know we live in Georgia, but there's a gazillion trails in Georgia. So. You know, I, I don't know. But um, actually, you know. I moved out. Actually, we moved out of Georgia. <laughs> we are now staying in Brooklyn, New York City. <laughs> so y'all can find us in the BK. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. There we go. But aside from that, what's tea? What's been going on? What's 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 what kind of tea you got to spill today before we get <laughs> off into our actual topic? Oh, child. So <laughs> let me ask you this. How old were your daughters when they left the house? So my daughters, it's kind of complicated. My daughters, my oldest daughter was like 19 and she moved out for, she moved out for a year and then she came back home. Okay. But my youngest daughter, I moved out of my condo and moved in with my then boyfriend and kind mm -hmm. of she you had so grown listen she had she had our home to herself and then eventually they lived to, when my daughter came back home my oldest daughter they lived together in you know the condo that i had so i left <laughs> vainly but they were young adults like 19 20 years 20 years old okay so I was looking at uh, the shade room and there was this woman on there talking about um, how you shouldn't put your kids out at 18. Mm -hmm. And if this is the whole thing too. So I do think that kids uh, can be prepared early. Like we could, we could prepare our kids for certain things at certain ages. Mm -hmm. And then I think it takes some other kids longer but I'm kind of under the mindset that mm -hmm. I would probably uh, want my child to move out at 18. Really? Why is that? It's not. Yes, this is the whole thing. So I would want my child to move out at 18 to get a taste of what it would really be like to be a, a full adult. Um, when your children get above a certain age, you know, you, especially when it comes down to daughters, because my attitude was on swole when I lived with my mom, like swole. And it was a lot of things that I didn't understand about being an adult and paying your own bills and really doing for self um, that I understood, like when I actually started doing it myself. So I'm not saying that I would kick my child fully out and they can never right. come back. But I do want my children to get a real dose of what it's like to be an adult when they become an adult. And I oh. think that we can actually prepare our kids. How old were you when you ages. left home? I was 18 when I went to college and I was 19 when I joined the military. Okay. Um, I moved back home for about a year after joining the military. No, about two years. 
two years after the after joining the military and then when i left i left for good like when i was done you okay. know that second go round, i was done and i was about 25 okay so yeah. for me i left home when i was 17. i was 17 mm -hmm. years old i moved into my own apartment so by the time I, I had already had a child and so i moved into my own apartment at 17 years old um i it was actually like a month after i graduated high school i moved into my own apartment and i was going to community college and i worked and it wasn't far from my mom and again we lived in a small town but i moved you know i moved into my own apartment and i've never gone home after that yeah. but as it relates to my children i don't operate with the mentality that like to be completely honest, I was just talking to a girlfriend last Tuesday or last Monday. And mm -hmm. I was talking about like, she still has young kids. And I was talking about like, I was at her house and like, oh my gosh, I miss my kids being little like this. Like, I just absolutely love it. Like with my kids, like, I, I I want them to come over and do like sleepovers with me. <laughs> like I'll be like, let's do a movie night and I'm going to do like cute charcuterie boards and I buy all their favorite snacks and I'll be like, let's, I'll rent, you know, if it's a new movie that's out, like I love having my and and i and i've always been like that it was this isn't an effect of emptiness syndrome i i always was like if i'm going to be reluctant to let my kids go because we've always been so close and we've lived in georgia for 20 years and it's just been us so it's kind of difficult for me but i like even when my daughter my daughter's um, both moved out and they've come back home a couple times like my mm -hmm. oldest daughter came back home like i said a year after and then she moved out maybe uh, a year after that. So she only came back home for a year and she moved out. But then recently she has some problems with her complex and she came back home for about three months. So um, not recently, but like maybe six or seven months ago. So I love my kids being at home. I would never rush them out. Um, in addition, not only did I enjoy them being at home, I had the mindset that I just want them to save their money. And I literally will be like, like I do contests with my kids. Like if you can get your credit score up by 30 points, you know, I'll give you $250, you know, like we did like a fitness contest one year together. Like, um, I want to encourage them to be successful, but I didn't even initially, I'm like, okay, well, I, I, I talked to my fiance about them coming home and he was like, yeah, I mean, that's fine, whatever. But he was like, okay, you know, they should pay a bill. And I was like, I was a little uncomfortable with that because I've never had my really kids. yeah but we settled on it and we were like okay you know it makes sense for them to pay a bill and we decided to do that but Child yeah I didn't are they spoil I know yeah no I, I no but we I think it's not it's not a factor of them being spoiled versus them having support and you know we we try to make the best decision decisions on raising our kids versus how we were raised or in conjunction to um i want to make sure that my kids are very independent and able to function outside right. of me you know what i'm saying yeah it, and to me sense. it's especially important for my son you know in in making sure that my son is a man and is able to take care of himself. I understand that, yeah. Yeah, so it was just one of those things that I thought about and I was like, yeah, I would actually want him to leave home at 18 um because I think that you offer them certain you give them you start giving them certain knowledge like right now. Mm -hmm. And so you're teaching them about money, you're teaching them about saving. Um 
you're teaching them to pay bills on time versus See, I, I think like lessons that we didn't really get at one point. I, absolutely. I didn't get any of that. And to be completely honest, I didn't teach my daughters specifically about bill paying. Like when both of my daughters, like when my oldest daughter had her first apartment, I walked her through everything and I was very, I followed up and Hey, did you do this? Did you take care of this? And she, you know, was, is fine and really good at paying her bills and all that type of stuff. But for me, I think I don't see anything wrong with the additional support. And as I've seen some of the comments say, like, it's like, that's like a black thing where we push our kids out of the nest at 18. Literally, I know of white people that have gone to school, gotten a bachelor's, gotten a master's and went back home. Or after a divorce, they go back home for a few years in order to, you know, um, and I know you said that you're not against that. But I just wanted to say that, like, for me, even if I had a son, um, he would my kids were required to both of my kids have careers and they also have um, um they also have like side hustles or side bit not a hustle even side businesses both of them have so like that's a requirement that you're either going to be going to school trying you know going to college getting a trade getting mm -hmm. ready to go to a branch of the military or you know building your business you have to be actively pursuing something you're not just laying on my couch playing a video game but even if i had a son if if i had a son that was the same age as my daughters i would allow him to stay at home if he was enrolled in school and because it's so much cheaper to live at home than to live on campus and you know if he as long as he's actively working towards becoming Becoming an independent adult, I wouldn't be opposed to it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just it's, it's quite a little different for me. The whole thing is I want him to be able to experience things outside of me, outside right, of me right. telling him stuff to do, outside of me constantly being on his ass. Um, because I do know some um, children who kind of become codependent on oh, yeah. what their oh, parents yeah could provide oh, and yeah. the whole thing is at some point it's going to be about his own survival mm -hmm. and making sure that he's capable as an adult and I'm not saying that you you have to put them out or it, they're going to be better adults or worse adults but I guess right. it's just kind of how I was taught with with a lot of that like mm -hmm. um you let him go out you let him get a chance to taste life mm -hmm. um to mess up you know, but you you keep encouraging them to do it. And I just right. thought it was interesting. I think so, too. And to be completely honest, like there's no right or wrong way. Um, and, and as it relates to like being ready for like all of the adult things, I don't think that there's really a way to prepare them other than them doing it themselves. I do know. And I just actually this is just an epiphany. Maybe I have some codependency relating to my kids because of the way that I've like literally coddled them. Like I literally what holiday just passed out past valentine's day you know i still do them valentine's day gifts i'm like okay easter's coming what am i going to i won't make them a basket i stopped that maybe a year. <laughs> i still was listen <laughs> I, have, I still though. love for my mom to buy me easter listen, baskets even as a full-grown adult listen. i still loved it but i think last year i didn't do it that was the first year that i didn't do oh, it. oh wow but I, I still bought them something. So this year okay. I'm going to do the same. Like they're into, you know, skims. They like, you know, different like designer perfume and stuff like that. So I'll like put it in a cute bag with all the little cute wrapping paper, little frilly 
you know, bows on it and stuff like yeah. that, but not a physical basket. But I love doing, like, literally went and bought my daughter stuff and took it to her house yesterday after we had brunch. And when I got there, she was like, she hadn't eaten. And I'm like, I should have got her food. <laughs> like, I, and I'm like, okay, well, next week I'm going to cook you two meals, two of your favorite meals, and I'm going to bring them over. I'll package them up for you. You can put them, you know, put them in meal prep containers. You can put them, like, I spoil my kids. And I think like, you know, if something happened to me today or tomorrow, like, I don't know that I would do things differently. Like I enjoy, you know, I was, no, I don't think like, there's anything wrong with that. Right. Um, so much of my identity is wrapped up in being, a mom. I've been a mom longer than I've been alive. Like literally yeah. that is a large part of my identity. And I, I enjoy it though. Like I love being a mom. I love doing for my kids. Like I'm like, dang, I should have had I a think few more. That's actually really, really sweet. Um, a lot of people say that they didn't get certain aspects like that from their parents. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, right, right. you know, I love like when people love their kids and really do good for their kids. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. I think it's right. Yeah. So if your child had to move back home and I'm getting this from Black Hillary Banks because she was saying something about if your child is 27, would you have them pay rent? So if your child had to move yes. back home for a short stint, would they be required to pay rent? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Absolutely because yeah, because life does not stop because you have a hiccup in the road and not even to say that I wouldn't help them. Um I think my dad may have paid my rent twice and my mom once. Okay. Uh in my entire time and then I even with my dad, like my mom paid my rent as a gift for one year. And my dad, I had to pay him back his money. My daddy is real, um, I don't say he's real ignorant about his money, but. He, but he instilled those, those, you know, he was instilling in you the importance Yeah, of, like, you not gonna, um, he was like, what's going on with your money? Why you can't pay your bills? What you got going on? <laughs> See, that's and, why I would never ask my mom. Like, yeah. never, ever, ever. Like, I, and I know my mom would have done it. Like, my, my, my kids were my mom's pick. So I had kids. So she would have done it, but I've never, ever, ever asked my mom. But I've paid my kid. Like, literally, this is the first time since my kids have moved out. This is the first year that I'm paying less than like my youngest daughter, less than um, 75 percent of her bills. <laughs> I'm probably down to like 25 percent, like 25 percent of her bills. And she's taking care of the rest. So I'm very proud that she's made that progress. My oldest daughter does not like to ask for anything. I have to like make her take it. I only pay like, you know, her cell phone bill and her car insurance. But she takes care of everything else. But like. Yeah, I know that there, you know, there should be a cutoff point. And, you know, it is important to promote independence in your kids because if something happens to you, you want them <laughs> to be able to take care of themselves. Listen, when I moved back with my mom and my mom had me paying um, rent, she had me paying rent in her house. So <laughs> when I was paying rent in her house, I thought that the rent should encompass like food, washing detergents. <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, you didn't. whatever, girl, Miss Tracy really, uh, like put like lessons in Miss Tracy was like, oh, nah, you know, this for me and my friends, you need to buy your own groceries. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I need half of the light bill or whatever. And it wasn't like she didn't have it. It right. was just like, you going to pay what you weigh. You be, she teach and no, you can't have these uh, raggedy dudes up in my house. Uh, you yeah. you gonna still have to respect my house. And mm -hmm. it gave me a lesson like, well, shit, I could do all this shit by myself. If I'm living here and uh -huh. having to still follow your rules and still be up under you, that part. I can 
pay my own bills and live in my own house. I'm paying my bills anyway. Mm-hmm. And it taught me that. And so it was like, I when I finally got it, I, I never needed money for rent again. And um, now I ain't gonna say I was just great with money. Yeah, I, I wasn't horrible with money, but- But you made sure your bills were paid. Yeah, girl. And now and I ain't gonna sit here and act like I ain't have to rob Peter to pay Paul every I mean, now and then either. Like, you know? I've been there too. Like, I'm like literally, that's why I then bro Carlin said that's why I work so many jobs. D- to be honest, that is that has been part of it. But like now that I'm paying so like I don't pay as much of their bills, like I get to enjoy the fruits of my labor myself. But I would not like I, that's the one thing that I was always conflicted about. My best friend, her um daughter, her and her daughter moved into a place together, and both of their names were on the lease. Uh, like it was a roommate Ooh. plan, and so her daughter felt like you can't tell me to wash dishes, and like I could never get into that with my child because I do feel like they're going to feel like I have equal say in everything in the home, and that could impact the yep. mother daughter relationship that we yep. have um when i was living with my mom and i was of age um it was like i felt like i should be able to come and go as i please mm-hmm. and she was like no you don't need to be in and out my house at whatever times of the night you know she was still um trying to make me follow her rules while i was still paying rent and i was like oh hell no i could do this on my own and baby i was out and i think that was an important lesson for me to learn because not only was i out, i stayed you know what i'm saying yeah and that makes sense yeah Yeah, i get it yeah absolutely very interesting though Uh, um Eugene Steele, thank you, thank you, thank you for the super chat. He says, if you date outside of your race, do it because you like that individual person. It is so ridiculous that people do it because of hatred of self. And I want to emphasize self. Uh oh. Mm, we gonna mm-hmm. get off into that. Ooh, yeah. Yes, I mean. Um, I, I have a question though. So before we get off into that, I want to know, like, so I saw, and I know you probably saw too, that J-Lo got another ring, child. J-Lo is engaged to Ben Affleck for the second go round, and they're calling her Thanos, talking about she got the Infinity <laughs> She going to get a ring. But I want to know from you, do high value, meaning well, women with high sexual marketplace value, do they lose that value um, after some time or after after doing certain things? For example, you know, we have like Sierra and, you know, she went she was dating and had a child by future out of wedlock. Um, you have, you know, J-Lo, you have Lori Harvey, who's been attached to a n- number of men, you know, like do women of a certain caliber the dime pieces the beautiful women that you know stop traffic do they lose their sexual marketplace value by being you know ran through or by being attached to too many men maybe that's a more appropriate way to say it or you know by having children out of wedlock by you know doing things that are taboo oh concrete what a great question um i thought about that and it's so funny that you mentioned that because i was sitting here and i was thinking about um bad bees and you know their value Mm -hmm. there are some women who i think never ever you lose value to a certain type of man um i think that No, I really don't think they lose value. I think a lot of guys will wait and wait and wait and wait and and wait for opportunity for a certain type of woman to be, to be available. Um, there are some men who would still go out with like a Diana Ross, 
Diana Ross was that chick mm-hmm. back in the day. Mm-hmm. That chick back in the day. A Pam Greer. There are some women who are never going to have a shortage of men chasing them. Right. Ever. And you would want to think um, the post wall shit, damn, it almost seems like a myth. But you know, mm. it, it, it almost it almost seems like a myth, but yeah, it's not. It's that. not a myth to a bad chick. Mm. You, it's a myth to a bad chick. That's what I mean to say. It's a myth to a bad chick, especially if she knew how to carry herself and she still has a certain grace in class at a certain age, and she still is a uh, uh, not necessarily sexy but regal. Um, I think mm-hmm. she she'll yeah. never go out of style. She turns into vintage. Everybody else hit the wall. Now, uh, the re- uh, another good example is Rihanna, because I saw Vlad saying how disappointed he is in Rihanna Ooh, for getting his, pregnant oh. out of wedlock, and he was talking yeah. to Boosie about it, and Boosie was like, that's Riri, and like, you know, who gives a damn what her, um, you know, counterparts would say, and like, you know, she ain't living for them. And I would expect Boosie to say that he got 15 kids out of wedlock. But I do wonder <laughs> because look at like literally Sierra has been with Russell since 2016 or something. 20, like she's been with Russell for like five, six years. And she is still getting drugged through the mud every time her name is brought up. So not to say that she has lost any value, but the judgment does not seem to go away because she once dated future, despite the fact that she matured and decided that that ain't the life for me and went on and found a good man who is seems to be as in love with her as she is with him. Um, you know, she's constantly being drugged through the mud. I think it's crazy as hell for people to still drag Sierra through the mud. I think it's crazy as hell for guys to be sitting around calling a person that is a pillar of the community, um, somebody who's very active in in black in the black community that claims to be black. I think it's a damn shame that they call him a simp. But like I said, Tyrone could sell drugs to your entire community for decades upon decades upon decades. And y'all are still throw that nigga a party. And black men are included in this example. Y'all are still throw the nigga a party. Now, um, we don't often talk about how black men, I'm going to like how they be fanning out for thugs and for pookies. And they stuff do. Like that. They um, absolutely do. What's his name? The football player. I can't even think of his name. Like who was calling Russell a lame. Um, is it Shannon? I can't think of his name, but, um, you know, like for the comments that he was saying about Russ and I know him, you know, I play football. I know that Russ is a lame and this, that, and the other, like, we don't talk about the fact that black men will isolate educated, educated lames or men who are smart or nerdy or geeky or not seem as wait a minute, fashion forward. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Y'all don't think Russell Wilson is a pillar of the community? I of the black community pillar of the community. How do you like, what would you, what are you using to determine that? I'm determining philanthropy. Um, philanthropy, that word, (laughs) I can't say it. And also he is at the top of his game. As far as football and sports are concerned, he's a pillar of the sports community. Is that a better way to say it? Um, I I can understand like him being a, you know, he has a look up pillar. Yeah, I guess when you say pillar of the community, typically we're talking about leaders of the community, you know, people who, you know, are pouring into the community and leading the flock, so to speak. So pillars of the community, people might say, which in this day and age, I feel like we don't really have no real pillars of the community. But you would hear that type of term (laughs) attached to uh, 
Yeah. I don't even want to say Al Sharpton. But um, you know, somebody I, I, I got you. I yeah. got you. Um but, but yeah, I think he's still uh a, a a good a good man to represent black yeah, people. And being that he's a good representation of black people in excellence, I, I don't you know, people talk uh, talk all kinds of shit of shit about him, but he's an example of excellence within our within with within the black community. That's true. And I, yeah, that was his name. Shannon, not Shannon, Shannon Crowder. The interesting thing is, you know, he ex, he he um, kind of displays some things about himself that would make one consider him lame. So in that same interview, talking about how his wife, him and his wife like to play sex games where he pretends to be a cat and he goes outside on the back porch and gets on all fours and purrs. And then he once revealed allegedly that, uh, you know, he would piss himself because he didn't like using the bathrooms in the uh, in the the stadium and like bro you you sounded like the lame you know but you know that that's just child my... weird ass niggas calling weird calling other men weird <laughs> like yeah. come on dog Ew. Yeah. yeah for sure but yeah i just wondered if if you think you know that women of that caliber you know lose their value and i guess i, I don't think they lose their value unless they um try to lose value but if a woman keeps herself up she takes care of herself um she still carries herself in a certain way um she has a certain youthfulness about her um she's timeless and i think that you have like you ever see those women who get like who get married like five six seven damn like five times yeah, yeah. i've seen women and i'm like what in the entire um, yeah. When I was younger, I think I, I want to say I seen an example of that, and I was like, I think I was maybe about completely 30. honest. I haven't yeah. seen many personal examples. I mean, celebrities, you know, you Liz Taylor, like certain celebrities, but that's always seemed to be more, me to be more of a white woman thing. Um, black, <laughs> allegedly, black women can't find one one black man to marry. Listen, uh, girl, I have to tell you a story on the outside when mm -hmm. we get off air, but I actually know okay. I know quite a few. I really? know, That's yeah, I, like more than three times. Sure. Yeah, I, I definitely know more than four. Now, some of them, okay. uh, a few of them are from Mississippi, and yeah, like, okay. <laughs> girl, listen, <laughs> um, greeny green. Listen, <laughs> I'm mad at it. Like, I'm not mad at it, but. I personally, uh, you know, I don't think that women of a certain caliber lose their value. I think that, you know, they could do a porn. They could have sex on screen. They could do just about anything under the sun oh. and they would lose their appeal. But I do think oh, wait that a minute. they're not above judgment. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I think it actually depends on how much money you have and how much power you're able to yield. Um, because if you deal with a woman like Amber Rose and Amber Rose has been, um, naked before, I don't think she's ever done a, a porn, but I think she's definitely been naked on screen and Amber has lost value. Um, some yeah. value. You know what I'm I saying? See that, but I think like Amber literally came up through, you know, uh, like she was a stripper in a strip. Like she came from that life. So like, I think people have always looked at her upon her as, as a bit seedy and like they never considered yeah. her real. Like they wouldn't put her next to a Rihanna, you know? No. Um, and then you have, uh, what's the girl? Brittany Renner. Black China? Who? No, I was going to say Brittany Renner. Oh, Brittany Renner. Yeah. Um, 
but I don't know because I, I, you know, guys will sit around and say, oh, you know, I would never date a woman like that. Right. And then they'll be with a woman just like that. You know what I'm saying? Superhead, keep a man. Superhead, Listen, keep a man. Exactly. Do you think, And but Superhead is not a dumb, um, not a dumb ditzy ass broad. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Britney is not a dumb ditzy ass broad. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, for the most part, I don't think they lose their value for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's always going to be somebody to come rescue them. Um, yeah, I, I think, yeah, I think they'll still be able to pull them. Absolutely. Um, okay. I, I, yeah. yeah. Like I said, I, I, I don't think, uh, I think that they're not above judgment. I think that they're no. going to be judged that people going to talk stuff, especially, but a lot of the people talking stuff would love the opportunity to suck their toes. So, you know, uh, you take it with a grain of salt. People always going to have ish to say, you know. Um, Ed, I don't think Brittany is total. I don't think she's ditzy. Um, I think she's probably more calculating now. She may not have shit to talk about, but she can carry on a conversation with uh, somebody of average intelligence. It's not that hard. Yeah. Um, Brittany, yeah, she's Brittany of average intelligence. She got, yeah, I don't she think got, she's she a dummy. Got some sense. Look how she playing the game. Come on now. It's, it's clear. So, mm, she ain't no dummy. No, um, and she may not necessarily be book smart. She may just, uh, you know, have some street smarts about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's not impressive. Y'all's bar is low. Who said that it was impressive? <laughs> Listen, if you have been able to make millions of dollars by getting on the internet and shaking your ass, you done wrote a book, you've got everybody's name in your mouth, um, y'all will talk about how these hoes ain't been legendary out here. There has been some legendary hoeing going on out here. Mm-hmm. And y'all sit here and be like the bar is low, but y'all will give a nigga like future props. I mean, the bar That's is low all the way around. Let's let's not front. You know what? That's a good look. You said it. I don't even got to add nothing to that. They be mm-hmm. so funny. Oh, the bar is low. These bitches ain't shit. Well, we see how y'all treat bitches who ain't shit. We get it. You know what? The thing is, we know that they ain't ish, and we can acknowledge that. But at the same time, we can still talk about the fact that they was able to run game on fools and able to come up off of it. Two things can be true at the same time. Y'all are have this very linear thinking that y'all just want to relegate the conversation to they ain't ish. They may not be ish, but they definitely don't have to worry about getting her. She won't have to worry about getting her bills paid. Some of that hoeing was legendary. (laughs) Hear me out. Mm -hmm. Some of that hoeing was legendary. Yeah. Girl, Black China <laughs> was with this dude. One of them sisters stole the dude. This bitch actually became pregnant by this chick's brother. Listen. <laughs> what? <laughs> Jada told a nigga on national TV that she didn't even want to be married to him. Ooh, and she looked right. over at the nigga and that nigga went over and slapped the shit out of Chris <laughs> Rock. What are you talking about? Listen. Are y'all watching it? I'm watching Listen. Come on, like they don't want to. They don't want to have that conversation. No, they don't want. Uh-uh. You know what? Topic time, child. Yeah. Let, <laughs> let, 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 we're gonna have to talk about that because some yeah, of that hoeing has been legendary. It's been some bullshit, but it's yeah. been legend. Listen, listen. Who child? They, y'all will get mad. Uh, I can see y'all being mad when we really talk about it, but I mean, it is what it is. And that, and, and you know what's fucked up is like you don't necessarily want to give props to some shit 
Yeah, but and it's not necessarily giving props, but y'all watching the same goddamn social media I'm watching. And the thing is, you got to yeah. be able to acknowledge it. That the like, if if you if we can't acknowledge, like, damn, that was a come up, then how do you know how to address it and how to prevent it from happening in the future? Like, let's call it what it is. She, they, they, they definitely ran game and came the hell up. So celebrity war it, okay if it was about a regular woman we would talk about it too kick all hush oh child he made me tired oh gosh um the, the thing is like how are we bragging y'all y'all literally I, I i'm I, i'm starting to question <laughs> the intellect of some of the people in the chat because like y'all have such one-dimensional thinking which is very dangerous and, and also unfortunate how can you have an intelligent conversation and have one-dimensional thinking where you only see things one way despite the fact that there are some factual elements that we're discussing that you can't even acknowledge how stupid is that girl it's not it's not that they're trying to be stupid they're thinking from an emotional standpoint um when you think from an emotional standpoint that does generally tend to cloud your judgment and say you're not actually seeing the things that you're seeing and so you know it hurts and i get it you know i'm not Mm -hmm. tripping about it it hurts sometimes so i definitely understand that um black hillary banks um it's not the fact that it was an open relationship. I'm saying that most men's perception of Jada is going to be one of a hoe um, out loud, you know, and it really doesn't matter like what we think about it. And, you know, the fact that it was open, the fact that he accepted those terms or he wanted those terms. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that uh, most men is most men don't see that as being a good thing. You know, we'll, we'll say, OK, you know, most men think it was some hoe shit and that's cool. You know, the hypocrisy of it, though, because like back in the day, you know, Will would have been, you know, like that, that's that's some simp stuff and, you know, this, that and the other. But men in this space, I've heard like them like say they don't give a damn about simping or paying for it or or giving to, you know, women of third world countries that 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 looks better than African-American women <laughs> and that knows her place. Uh. But yet, you know, when, you know, it's a it's a, a, a you know, a celebrity that is 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 simping for his wife, the woman that he took vows for, you know, everybody want to call it out. But it's all right for y'all to say there's nothing wrong with y'all going to these third world countries simping for you know, all right, let's get because we want to <laughs> Concrete about to get mad on their ass. Baby, I'm not. It's Sunday. It's the Lord's Day. Y'all ain't about to get on my nerves. Child, uh-uh. I'm going to get on their damn nerves right back. I'm sick of y'all ass. So, <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm trying not to be so vindictive, but mm. fuck it. This is what y'all want. So, mm-hmm. shout out to Eugene Still. He says, that's the key. Older women who can still attract men keep themselves up they keep their standards up they keep their temperaments intact they stay away from 304 culture i actually think that's a really good point eugene yeah that's a that's a great point i think that's yeah, I think so pretty too. yeah when a woman is regal and you know yeah she that chick Listen, we're going to have to talk about it because I got some things to say on the topic, but I don't want to. I think we've we spent enough time on it, but I have definitely some interesting things to say regarding women running games. So we definitely got to talk about that. Yeah. But uh, you ready to get off into the topic? Oh, child. Uh, 
Listen, we're going to talk about it. Do you forfeit black support when you date out? When you decide that you want a Becky, when you decide that you want a Brad, when you decide that, you know, you hate black women, you tired of black women's, black women's ain't ish, they ain't worth a damn, all they are are baby makers, all they are, all they do is twerk and go to brunch and drink mimosas, when you talking crap about black women, dogging them out uh, every chance you get, dogging out black men, talking about how, you know, you want to abort black male babies and black Ooh. men ain't worth a damn, if something happens to you, if something happens to you in, in in society that brings, you know, that that's kind of earth shattering and or that that is kind of a wake up call for you that, yeah, you might be sitting at the kitty table, you know, in the white in Massa's house, but they still view you as a Negro. Um, should, the, should the black community step up to support? Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. And yes. Um, because, because at best, at best, we should have sympathy for each other for passing away because it is somebody that looks like us and we don't have any cohesiveness. Um, black people are the only fucking race on the face of the planet that actually like to hold each other accountable for any and everything. Um, when it comes to other races, they don't give a fuck how wrong a person is if they're their race. They don't care. They don't care when it's their race against another race. If you go to one of these foreign countries and let's say you go to Thailand or something like that, mm -hmm. right? Um, let's say somebody um, from Thailand robs your ass in Thailand and you go to the police they gonna make you fight and fight and fight to really prove your shit because they're not saying right is right and wrong is wrong they saying well you shouldn't have your ass over here in the first place and when it comes down to black people we like to hold each other accountable more than anybody it's not about us sticking together it's not about us um teaching each other behind the scenes or um saying well you know maybe you shouldn't have said this or allowing each other to be human and i'm also guilty of some of that because in certain situations i'd be like nah motherfucker should have known should have known should have known um especially when it comes down to other races of people when it comes down to other races of people honey um we be the first motherfucker to run and tell another black person they was wrong especially in the face of other races of people we do that and we do it more than any fucking body mm. other races of people will tell you to kiss they ass they gonna stick by who they they gonna stand beside whomever no matter how wrong but we will sit here and try to hold um everybody in our race accountable for everything that they've done we do that now I, I want to say this. So first off, uh, of course, we are referring to Toby Obumsele. Um, Toby Obumsele was um, was unalived by his um, girlfriend, his white only fan girl, the white blonde hair, blue eyed only fan model. IG, um, you know, she had a large IG following. She was a social media content creator. Uh, she unalived him. 
and um, she unalived him and uh, was taken away in handcuffs, but she said that she would harm herself. So she was actually extended protection under the Baker Act, which, um, you know. What uh, is that? I've been hearing about that. And I, you know. From my understanding of it, it is an act that, you know, says that if you are, um, attempting or you are threatening to uh harm yourself that you will be taken to a mental health institution and evaluated and it essentially gives the um prosecutor more time to review the case in an effort to decide if they want to file charges like they don't have to immediately arrest you um but it it off it extends some additional protection where you're taken to a mental health institution and um they will kind of analyze you at a mental health institution let me read these um, super chats and then i do want to say yeah i want to finish answering but go, okay. go ahead no you can read the super chats and I'll, I'll finish my answer after you're done okay shout out to dorian he says these are the same people that believe saint kevin put Nicki minaj and Brittany renner in their place oh shit mm. he sure told them <laughs> mm. mm-hmm shout out to andrew wilkins he says jada's a 304 by law she's been with numerous celebs mark anthony for example she is more known aa what black women idolize a male undermining pseudo strong chick she's more aa what does aa mean i don't know that's what i'm trying to think i don't know she's not she's not african-american What's Jada? Oh, uh, Jada, Jada. Oh, he's saying she, wait, she is more known African-American that black women idolize? I I don't know. The most known? I don't know. Okay. (laughs) I felt like um, we were trying to play goddamn whatever one of them games it is. Yeah. I do want to say that as it relates to the question, uh, okay, so regarding Toby album seller, like I said, the woman was Baker acted. She's since been seen out at a bar. She living it, yep. living her life. You hear me? Sis is out living. Um, Toby album seller's family has, um, you know, request, they put up a GoFundMe. They're requesting community support. You know, they requesting because they, they want to draw attention to the case. So as it relates to your response, Danny, um, I think that there are two things you know, two, we want to, we need to dif- differentiate. You, one can have empathy without offering support. So you can have empathy for someone and say, that shouldn't have happened. I feel sorry for his family. That is extremely sad without, you know, taking action to call attention to. So I think that from what I've seen for most black women, a lot, most of them have extended some sort of empathy. They are expressing empathy for what happened. I've even seen black women that despite the fact that this guy was apparently anti-black, um, and I read the tweets, I went to his Twitter to read the tweets. So yeah. I know this. And his tweets were inflammatory regarding black women. He had a lot of derogatory things to say regarding black women, that he don't like them, that they're unattractive, that he would never date them, that how dare someone think that he would date a black woman, that he wants mixed kids, um, you know, that, you know, he was just kind of making comparison to black women and white women, uplifting white women, a lot of negative things that he had to say about black women. Let me ask you a question. mm Mm-hmm does it what was some of the most recent tweets because a lot 
a, a few of the tweets that I did see and I didn't go to his Twitter to look at them. Mm -hmm. I went to like, uh, you know, where they were featured on social media sites. Mm -hmm. Does it matter if the tweets were over a decade old? Now, uh, I don't believe they were old, maybe five or six years ago, I think. Um, I, I screenshot a few of them. Let me find them. But I don't think they were a decade old. But as it relates to does it matter um, for me? If you're anti-black, I'm not going to give you support. Um, I don't care if you if the tweets are old. Uh, I'm not giving you support if you've if you've expressed anti-blackness. And some what? people even actually like looked into it. Wait, I do want to make this distinction. People are saying in the chat he's not ADOS. You're right. He was Nigerian. Um, not, not, he was you now his family is from Nigeria um, and his family. People pulled his family that was retweeting, like sending the GoFundMe. They pulled up even their tweets and some information from their pages and they were sharing a lot of anti-black sentiment too regarding black men you know as well as black women but so then is it a thing to where you can't say anything wrong about black people even if you're black even if you're having these observations on social media um sometimes in your real life to where you're observing the behavior of black people in general, black people can't say anything about black people. So no, I think like there's a, like actually posting anti-black sentiment is different than uh, giving constructive criticism or even cri just simply criticizing the behaviors of black people and acknowledging that we need to do better as a people. That would be similar to saying, oh, you know, Cynthia G all the things that she said about black men that now if something ever happened to her that black men should come to her defense despite the fact that oh she well she was just giving her critique of black men no you're saying inflammatory things about black men that is disgusting that is you know lowbrow that you're denigrating them there's a difference between we we criticize black people we criticize black you. people, we criticize black men, but we not dragging them through the mud and talking about how disgusting and how unappealing they are, how we would never even think to, you know, want to partner with them. Let me ask you a question then. What about Kevin Samuels? I think what Kevin does is completely different. I think that Kevin gives constructive criticism. He's not spreading hate about people who look like him. I think he's literally you know, gives constructive criticism. A lot of the, the constructive criticism that he gives, I agree with. What about the thing about the facial symmetry? Was that constructive or was that woman so to hurt? And then if you bring about the girl with who was the average at best girl, um, how harsh he was with her mm -hmm. and then how he treated um, lighter skinned women or women that were famous or even mm -hmm. um there was something else that he he did um because you had the kevin excuse me you had the Nicki minaj thing you had um tommy tommy yeah he was pretty decent with those women but when it was somebody that was regular and average you know he was he was a bit harsh you know um, no, I, I don't. I can't make a comparison between Kevin and Kevin and what Toby Abunselli did. Like literally, he like Kevin does not just generally disparage black women. Yes, I I found the comments that he made about the facial symmetry to be extremely offensive. But that was like him regurgitating a white supremacist belief. 
um, and because there's quote unquote science behind it regarding, you know, certain women having better facial symmetry than black women and black women having the least facial symmetry. I thought that it was disgusting. I did not like it. I thought, found it to be offensive. But at the same time, I've seen Kevin have conversations with regular women and he's not berating them. He's not like, I feel like he's far more constructive, but I can, uh, let me tell you something. Although I personally feel like Kevin is far more constructive i know you know god forbid i you know don't hope anything ever happens to him but um you know if he were to need black support i, I think the, the women's would be like oh no we ain't giving him support you know like black women ain't wouldn't stand to support um stand up to support kevin simmons not that, in that yeah and so this is the thing when kevin says things like uh black the biggest threat to black women is a latina woman i think the rhetoric may not be intended to come across the same way, you know, versus what uh, Toby said. Uh, but I think it would still be the same result if Kevin, God forbid, God forbid, um, something bad happened to him. Um, I don't think he would have black women's support either. And I think when I'm when I'm looking at stuff like this and it's like um, I did read some of the tweets. Well, of course, I don't agree with the tweets well all of them if some certain things can be true at the same time but if you have it to me it's not necessarily anti-black if you're pointing out things in the communities that you don't like to me that's not anti-black and if black people are attached to that then yeah i get it but i can also point out shit that white women do hispanic women do whatever whatever and when you have a message as a black person about black people and that message is derogatory, black people will withdraw support like it's not shit. If a black woman was dating out and she died by the hands of Brad, everybody in a mom, oh, I'm not supporting her. Let Brad and them go help her. The same thing when a black man dies at the hands of any other race of women. Well, that's what he liked let them go fix that that's what he wanted let them handle that we don't have anything to do with that black women we need to sit this one out and i'm seeing the same things on both sides and i'm like damn um hmm, interesting um, I'm, I'm interested to know what you would think would be um, anti-black because like this man wasn't criticizing, um, wasn't offering, you know, critiques of black with the black community and what the black community can do differently. He was saying disparaging things about black women. He was, you know, like saying because essentially racist things. I'm pulling up the um, I'm going to his uh, Twitter page now. Because yeah, because I like I said, I did not. I didn't. And I'll say this again. Um, the things that I saw, um, if he said black women, white women's t uh, tits were better than black women's tits. Right. To me, that's something silly. It's nothing that's going to make me like, ah, fuck him. He's a stupid mother. You know, it's not that deep for me. And, you know, if a black woman says that such and such has a better whatever than an, a black man. Okay. That's her thing too. Um, and to me, it's more so silly than it is like, oh, my gosh, if he's saying that uh, 
he if a black girl was sitting there shaking her ass and mm-hmm. he's not yeah, into he that comments about that's all black women black women being born that's knowing how to do nothing but twerk and you know he, yeah but i so, so it to me when i read that tweet i think it was it seemed like it was from um his one of his friends said black women come out the womb shaking their ass and he was mm-hmm. like yeah like he's not interested he does not care he's not into them to me, that's not necessarily anti-black. And then I'm like, okay, is there a difference between anti-black and preferences? If you have a preference for another race, is that actually anti-black or is that you having a preference? Now, mm-hmm. now, I don't think you have to talk shit on your way out yeah, the door. that's my point. Like, to me, having a preference, you having a preference, has absolutely nothing to do with the the group that you don't prefer let me tell you like for example i prefer levi's so i don't have to talk about how awful wranglers fit me in order to highlight my preference for levi's and the way that i like levi i like butter pecan ice cream i don't have to focus on my focus isn't on how nasty chocolate ice cream is how disgusting chocolate ice cream is i think that that is the difference like literally you can go about your business and date who you want because for me it's not about like i've literally defended black men even you know george floyd they said his girlfriend was white. I don't care about that. Like, I think it's different for a black. And I don't immediately say when I see a black man attached to or a black woman attached to someone of another race. Oh, that's what they get. I, that never even crosses my mind. I stand strong in defense of black people. But once you are spreading what I consider to be anti-black sentiments and it appears that you have this internalized race racism or self-hate that you know you are spewing then you know i personally will choose not to support but i think you brought up a good point that some people feel like if you say if you um, critique black women at at all that you're not worthy of our support if you have anything negative to say about a black woman constructive or not that you're not worthy of our support and i find that to be problematic as problematic as the women that i saw saying all you know uh, kind of alluding to him deserving it i thought that that was like disgusting and trash yeah okay um shout out to andrew wilkins he says but was he right i only date black women and i'm honest about the many many terrible things they do against building a real black community um thank you so much for that andrew andrew i'm not that's the thing if you're honest about some things that you've seen and you say those things out loud um i think when people withdraw support i don't know i don't know because it gets to a thing like you can't say anything Mm -hmm. about black people in general if you're dating out and i don't know how genuine um that is now and i I feel like if you're dating out why I, i i do find it odd for the men who say that they've left the black community they want nothing to do with black women but they spend all day and all night focused on what black women are doing i find that to be kind of odd uh, not to say that be you know that in and of itself without knowing the context of the conversations that they're having would prevent me from uh, you know supporting them if my support was needed but i do find it kind of strange it is 
it really is. Um, shout out to Eugene Steele. He says a black person forfeits their race if he expresses their race and put their race in the rear view mirror. Period. Um, thank you so much for that. Shout out to Mr. Curlin. He says, I want to see if all these folks twerking in the chat have the same energy for Lauren Ooh. Smith Fields or Kathleen Moore or anyone else if the genders were reversed. He brought up a good point. Yeah, I, I was going to go there too. Yeah. yeah. Because I have to admit, first off, we don't see men. Men aren't coming out in mass saying, oh no, we ain't supporting sisters who dated out if something happened to them. However, we specifically did a show where we highlighted Lauren Smith Fields uh, anti-black tweets about, um, you know, not, not wanting to date somebody white and, you know, being done with black men essentially is what she said. There wasn't a slew of them. I went to her personal Facebook page and looked back several years in order to, you know, recover that tweet. She did seem like the type of person that was retweeting a lot of stuff for, you know, shits and giggles, so to speak, or, you know, for, because they were popular tweets, but, um, or, or posts, but still, nonetheless, we highlighted that. But does it matter? Do you think that if the roles were reversed and this was a black woman who died at the hands of a white man, that they would receive this type of response? Absolutely. Um, oh. what's the girl that that Mercedes Moore? What? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mercedes Moore received the same type of um press when she passed away by we don't know, alleged white man. We don't know. But she received this same type of response she received the same response but is it is it helpful um to anybody and you and it's almost like black people want to kind of be on code when they want to be and when people have talked when black people have talked shit about black people black people really really want to be on call with it um while seeing the same shit we see the same shit on media we see the same shit on the news we see it on social media we're seeing the same scenarios in real life then it's like can't nobody say anything out loud about it everybody should just mind their business and it's like, okay, so if everybody's minding their business, you go your way, I go mine. Nobody should say anything negative about the black community, period. You can't say shit or yeah, you're going to be ostracized and outed. Answer. And I think, like, I think that that's an extreme. I think to say that one can't speak about the black community, to me, reading his tweets, I think there's a difference. And having a discussion with black men who have had experiences with black women and as a result, they have honest critiques about the behavior of black women who Versus, can speak negatively no, about black people about black what? people and still receive black support who receive like black that's like, not what i'm talking about me personally my, my my me personally um in reference to who i would give support to and who i wouldn't but i agreed with your point earlier that you made about that i agree if you speak negatively about black women they ain't gonna support you they gonna like this reminds me of the stefan clark situation which to my understanding if i recall correctly i think stefan clark was posting negative things about black women um you know and like kind of highlighting his non-black girlfriend or baby mama but um I personally think that it's a difference in giving a criticism and critique and like spreading anti-black semitism. And the thing is, or anti-black sentiments, the thing is, 
I've um, I've had friends that are from Nigeria. I've had friends that are from Ghana, from Kenya. Like this seems like a person that has um, a very negative viewpoint of black people. And as a result, you know, he has a preference for white women, which his preference is his preference. I'm not focused on that. But literally, even Nigerian women are upset about his tweets. Even though, like, he, he's not ADOS, but Nigerian women are saying, we're not giving our support to this guy. They're pissed off about it as well. Um, shout out to Black Hillary Banks. She says, did you not see Kevin's last viral clip about why did the mother believe her kid about the R word? Kids lie. She is bugging. LOL. Um, we actually had a discussion about believe all kids last week. And in that type of situation, every um, measure should be taken to investigate your child's claims, period, mm -hmm. point mm -hmm. blank. But you need to investigate your child's claim. Um, if you don't believe that kids lie, I also have a bridge to sell you in Brooklyn Absolutely. for the low. And kids yeah. lie. What, and we can't say that it's beyond the scope. What kids absolutely exactly. do lie. That doesn't mean that you, it's important to know your child. And that doesn't mean that you should not, um, you know, sit down and have a conversation with your child and, and allow your child to express themselves because you don't want a situation where they're not lying, but they have in the past. And now you there's a missed opportunity to, for you to address some sort of wayward behavior that happened or so, something that happened against your children. Absolutely. Um, but you also shouldn't run to social media about shit like this either um, yeah. because that does um, introduce another trauma that doesn't have to be there. But that's just on me. You know, and the thing is, the men in the chat, I see a lot of them going to the extreme and saying, oh, because you can only uplift black women in the black community. For me personally, and I, this is for me, because Danny has already highlighted and I've agreed that sisters don't want to be criticized. Um, there's a difference between what he did and nobody is saying that you can only have positive things to say about the black community. Like that's unrealistic. And we talk about the fact that black women do need to be held accountable for their actions and why it's important to have these discussions. But at the same time, if you are, you know, um, posting things like he posted, you shouldn't expect that, you know, those very people that you're constantly criticizing and, you know, all have nothing but negativity to say uh, in reference to will stand up in support of you. That, but you, I still have a question and I don't think you've answered it yet. Who in the, who in the black community can still receive support? Um, let's say a, a black man was criticizing a black woman who is giving who is a, a person that can still receive like grand support from black women, even if they're critical of them, or even if they're pointing out things that are actually true um, within the community, who can receive support or who does receive support? Concrete you on mute girl. I don't know why I keep doing that. Sorry. I answered that when you first asked, I said black women will not support. Okay. So you're saying like it's none. Okay. No, so no one. Sorry. Yes. No one. Okay. So nobody can criticize the black community. And you did say that that was problematic too. Absolutely. It, it absolutely is. 
I think we should be able to distinguish because it does. And I can, you know, to that point, it makes sense why the men in the comments have the commentary that they do. They're saying that, you know, you can only say positive things about black women and the black community otherwise. And so to that point, because we're not distinguishing between those who are promoting anti-black sentiment and those who are simply critiquing black women and justly, you know, rightly so, um, we don't distinguish between the two. Literally, if you said anything bad about a black woman, we ain't supporting you. Yeah, and that, that definitely seems to be the sentiment. Um, shout out to Black Hillary Banks. Um, she says, black men on YouTube rejoiced when Lauren was offed. Did um, you thanks. see black men rejoicing? it's not a, a necessarily this is the thing i don't think that they were necessarily happened that happy that it happened but they were like oh well let let brad deal with it brad got it you know um she belonged to them like let them figure it out um ain't no sweat off my black back it's no whatever whatever off of me and to be honest with you, I think when black women have been critical of black men, I think black men still are accepting of those black women um, to a certain degree. But you can't say shit about black women, even if it's true. You can't say whatever it is that you're seeing because they'll, they'll take away support. Even if what you're talking about is true, even if they see examples living, walking, breathing examples in their own lives, that it's true you can't say that shit out loud and it, that's crazy as hell to me to be crazy. completely honest with you i have to say i disagree with like i disagree with the point that i think that black men when a woman dates out that they'll say you know they they will express their dismay with like a serena for example you know but um black men i think Typically, when we talk about marching and showing support, sharing something, that's something that women typically do. So black men may not come out and say, I'm not going to bring light to what happened to Lauren Smithfield because of X, Y, Z, but they won't take the liberty to share it. I think that they're more... I don't want to say passive in their approach. I just think that men are always as vocal in those situations as women are. But I do think that black men would refuse to support. I don't think that black men would go out and march for Lauren Smithfields. I don't wait, think that black men are going to stand up and say, we demand justice for her. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I think you're conflating two things. What I'm saying is if black women, I'll give a prime example. If you and I, have been critical of black men in certain aspects of our race. We've been critical, right? We would still be able to receive support from some black men, right? If Agreed. it were black men, if, if, if certain black men had the same type of rhetoric that we had from, and, and it was black women's turn to show them support or whatever, I don't think that they would receive a lot. And I don't, I don't know. It's like oh, if, if okay, I get you, you get what I'm saying now. Yeah. So yeah. as it relates to that, I'm trying to think of black men in the space who are as objective as we are. Most of the black men in the space have a very hard stance on things. They're very, you know, they kind of I'm trying to think of black men in the space. That what I about L.A.R.? 
I don't know. See, I think LAR could get support from black women. Yeah, yeah. you may be, I think LAR could. Like, like LAR's delivery, I think he's pretty objective. And even when he's saying something that's unfavorable to black women, he's respectful. In addition, he is, from my understanding, like he also kind of is um contributes to his own community. So I think that an LAR could get uh support from from black women. Okay. Um, shout out. Oh, I already read that. Um, shout out to Andrew Wilkins. He says black women do talk smack and give evil looks to black men when they're out <laughs> with their non-black girlfriend. Um, maybe that's why he thought he should talk about black women. Oh my God. Um, that's another thing because I, and I, I absolutely find it totally fucking stupid, not just ridiculous. I find it totally fucking stupid. Um, to sit up with others mm -hmm. with others and talk about black people in general yeah. and black people's problems I agree. and then it'll come down to because i know y'all coming what about mixed race women's well they that's do have a huh i think that's well you know i've already expressed i see mixed women as black until they tell me that they prefer to identify as something else but yeah I do think that I find that to be problematic. And there are content creators in this space that sit up with their white wives online, picking apart black women. That's strange to me. And if, if listen, me as a black woman, if I were open to dating, you know, men who dated out and we were, or let's say if I dated a white man, listen, if I dated a white man and his focus was always on how awful white women are, just always white women are awful. They're the devil. They did this. They did that. Then I would Child. be like, bro, you got some healing that needs to be done. Like the trauma that you are dealing with, you're not healed from that. And I would find that to be problematic. I would, it would be nerve wracking to me. Like I couldn't endure that. Um, Ephraim, I was talking about like Hispanics, white women, women of other races that are, you know, if men are married to women of other races, yeah, I, I think that's a thing. Mm -hmm. uh, shout out to Dane C. He says the main question black men was asking, why do the death of black women, Lauren, by white men get ignored by the divestment community? They say the numbers are small, not uh to be worried about uh dane i think you bring about a great point because it does seem like that shit is just extra brushed over um you know a lot of focus is on black femicide um and you know like homicides that happened within close proximity um so i i think i th thought that was an interesting thing too but you know um, Concrete, we're ready to drop the link to Yeah, we can go ahead and drop the link. You know, the other interesting thing is like about that twerking tweet. Uh, this is just something I thought of. It's a side note. The interesting thing is black women are born knowing how to twerk. And that's a criticism that you have against black women. But you're going to get what an OnlyFans model? Well, she can twerk, but at least get paid for it. But so, this is the thing. If if he made that that tweet in like five ten years ago between five and ten years ago mm -hmm. i we're different people from when we were five years ago we may have um different aspects on life five years ago 
we we may be totally different people from who we were five years or maybe not totally people different but we may be that much like you, literally if you look from five ten fifteen years ago you're not going to see something that does not align with my values you're literally I, of course i've matured there are things that you know okay i have a i have a dark sense of humor so i might have shared something and my sense of humor is still dark today i might have shared something online that kind of highlights my dark sense of humor but you're not and you may not see me doing that today i don't even post on my like facebook and stuff like that but you may not see me doing that today but my values are i have always been what they are you know like who i am at the core is has hasn't changed i've just matured in the way that i express in my ex the way that i express myself you know so i understand that yeah there might have been some growth and maybe you know he was immature and young at the time and that was his thought process then but he's evolved past that that is possible that's possible yeah um welcome sincere cracking up how are you how you doing good evening ladies good my, my my thing is is that um i don't care if you date outside your race i just don't like the guys that throw it in our face like if you want to go out there and get you a white woman that's cool but don't throw it in our face because i look at it like differently if you're dating the white a white person right i feel like you're dating your oppressor because we had to go through slavery segregation so I don't agree with any part of you know, the race. I don't agree, Sister George, with it. Okay. I'm not Dude. bringing no. I'm not yeah. bringing no white woman home. It's always going to okay. be a sister across the board. So if somebody you knew dated a white woman or had anti, or was critical, I'm not even going to say anti-black because to me, I don't know. It, 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 it's uh. I don't know, like the the full difference of being criticized and being fully anti-black, and there doesn't seem to be a difference um, to black women. And so, True. if if you knew somebody who was critical of black people or black women, black men, could you still support them? I couldn't support them. I couldn't support them because, as me being a black man, I could not support somebody that's tearing down their own people. I can't support it. Okay. Okay. So is criticizing black people tearing them down? Yes, ma'am. I, I, in, like in, in what sense? Okay. Like, um, not going to say nobody's name, but okay. like on the, on, I'll use it from a platform stand stance, right? You got a lot of these guys, right? And they drag the black woman. Now for me, on like on Instagram live, when we do our platform, it's, we, we set it up differently. We try to uplift the black sister and see them do, do better. So I, I come in with a different approach when it comes to the black woman. Now, my, my question is to the black woman, why do you go to these men that tear y'all down so much on the, so heavily for the whole world to see? Like, I don't agree with none of that, the tearing down of the black woman. I don't agree with it. Okay, what if you're seeing, and you, you've seen examples of black people do bad things, correct? Of course, of course. Okay, and are you do you ever talk about it are you allowed is it one of those things that you don't talk about no no i, I like the black community like i would not tear them down i would hold them accountable so you got some people that they get off of tearing down their own people their own kind you know what i'm saying i'm not going to try to tear you down i'm going to try to like look at you as an individual in the black community and see how we can come together for the common goal of our people you know what i'm saying that's interesting. Um, I'm going to read the Super Chat in Concrete. I'll let you right on right. in. Uh, shout out. I am. 
Uh, shout out to Andrew Wilkins. He says, being from D.C., yes, black women taught many young girls to shake their behinds to go go music uh i think when you put a hula hoop in a little girl's hand and see them shake their ass to a certain degree but um i Dude, think that certain just, things are really a part of our culture i think certain I things, yeah, yeah i think certain things African are really important children yes if you first of all that's not specific to and i know black is typically synonymous with african-american because West Indian black children are dancing in what I would view as a sexual manner at younger ages too. But even if you look at children, like if you look at videos online of little African children dancing, some of the dances you may find to be a little offensive or you may find to be what I, this is old fashioned term, too grown for them to be doing. So, um, I do think, though, like the men in the chat, you know, they you know how they like to gaslight, um, uh, you know, they want to insist upon the fact that, you know, it's, it's about the fact that he had anything negative to say, that you can't say anything negative on your way out. It's not that you can't say anything negative. It's, it's weird for that to be your overall focus, um, you know, I, 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 so I live um, I live in Georgia. Before I moved to Georgia, I lived in Illinois. I'm not focused on what the weather is in Illinois. I don't look at the news for Illinois. I don't look at, you know, what's going on in Illinois because my concern is where I'm at, not where I was. I just find it to be weird. That doesn't mean that you can't, but also, you know, there's consequences for your actions. And we also have to acknowledge that. Um, I'm just not the type of person. I don't. I don't be running around here wishing death on nobody. That's just not what I do. I'm just too compassionate for that. I, the thought in and of itself. I think that what she did was wrong. Hopefully, she will be held accountable. But I just will not be, you know, joining the call to action for her to be held accountable. Um, but uh, you know, you you can say what you want to say. However, we haven't had the discussion and haven't focused on the part that you will also be held accountable for your for your actions. It's the same thing with social media and employers. If an employer, if people pull up your tweets on social media and it shows that you're being racist or you are, you know, um, making negative comments against the alphabet community or you are, you know, promoting something that is, um, you know, taboo or that could be looked upon critically, you will suffer the consequences of being fired from your job, of losing the opportunity, a job opportunity. Like if we understand that there are consequences to be suffered in life, like you have to pay the consequences for your action. This is simply one of those times. And it may, some people may view it as unfair. I personally don't view it as unfair. Um, I view it's a part of life you have to pay those consequences and there are things that i've posted in the past never no twerking or anything like that but maybe that i'm not the most proud of i'm trying to think what could i have possibly posted that i wasn't the most proud of i don't know there's photos that i posted i'm like ooh, that was that was awful lighting my face i look gray you know or you can see my double chin or whatever um so you know i want to delete it or i feel like dang i shouldn't have shared that but you know it's out there now and if somebody screenshot it they have it, but I say all that to say, um, you for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. Yeah, I'm one of those people who don't necessarily think that it's fair, um, because this is somebody that looks like us, um, 
And the whole thing is if, like I said, if it's critical and I, I look at it from both ends, I look at it from both ends. I, I feel like, um, black women, if a black woman, if, excuse me, yeah, if a black woman dies and she was dating a Brad and she was talking shit, um, people find, you know, black women do find it much easier to support whatever they'll find it easier to support their own causes and if a black man does the same thing you know i guess it's the same thing all the way around even with black men i think black men would support um this guy but i don't know i just i thought it was interesting and i think it's yeah. crazy as hell that if you're critical of black people in general um black people will draw their support even if the shit that black people are saying about black people is true the thing is, though, life isn't fair. So you I mean, I can agree too that it may not be fair. It may not be fair that when I was 15, I posted something that was unfavorable that I now have to pay the price for. That may not be fair, but life ain't fair. You know, there's you know, it's just kind of like that's the way the ball bounces. Uh, but I actually think it's crazy as hell um, if we're going to hold society to those type of standards because if everybody is saying that they're perfect and they've never said anything online and they've had the best behavior and it was um the most exemplary i think most people would be um on some bullshit. i think everybody has said and done things online when they were younger versus when they when they've matured um yeah. and to sit here and try to hold like i if you said something 10 years ago and you meant that shit 10 years ago i'm not Oh, okay. That's why how you felt ten years ago, and it's stuff that we've done that we probably forgot about, hadn't thought about it since we threw the threw it out there. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like trying to hold each other accountable for tweets and shit from five, ten years ago is actually a bit unreasonable. In my eyes, it's a bit unreasonable. Um, I mean, I've just made the same argument with you in reference to like, like, no, you know, nobody being perfect and, you know, how we've also said things or done things that we're not necessarily proud of or needed grace extended to us on our platform. So I understand that that mindset. Um, and, and that's not to say that everybody is perfect. That's the absolute opposite it simply just means that if you put something out there that it, it's your karma that's what it is and karma, karma is not necessarily fair but it is a reality and it's something that we deal with on a daily basis like you know it's simply what it is it's not something that like if i do something that offends if i do something that offends someone i don't have the ability to then control their reaction to what I did that was offensive to them. It's unfortunate, but it's true. I, I did something that if, even if my, oftentimes I get on this platform and I say something and like, uh, like I sometimes I struggle to articulate what I'm trying to say, especially if it's related to my feelings and not logic. But um, somebody misconstrues my words and I try to clear it up for somebody and they are like, no, you know, this is what you meant and yada, yada, yada. Like, even though I didn't mean what they're taking my words to mean, they're still I still am having to deal with whatever their reaction is or their to to what they perceive me saying. So it's unfortunate. It's just like, what can you do about it? Oh, see, I don't necessarily think that's karma. Um, Ephraim, I, I agree. I don't, don't think that's karma. 
No. Um, to me, and I'm almost un- under the belief, and it's just my theory on karma, bad shit mm-hmm. happens to good people every freaking day. Yeah. Bad shit outside of a person's control. And I don't necessarily think that's karma. I think it's just... Uh, it's life and bad shit is going to happen in life. You're, you, nobody ever pro- promised anybody a perfect life. So that's my mm-hmm. belief on karma. I just think karma is um, cause and effect. You yeah, but l- hear me out. And you have to deal with the effect of that. This ain't a, like, and, and of course, bad things happen to good people. And that, like karma, I believe I'm a very spiritual person. I believe your karma may be something you did in another lifetime. <laughs> but so karma is cause and effect. You did something, and as a result, there's an effect that you have to suffer for what you did. So I see it as karma. There's and there's good karma and bad karma. The, the, and it's not that people like not his death. But for, listen, don't misconstrue what I'm saying. Not you. I'm not. I'm no. no. Yeah. I'm saying the fact that people are not willing to support is karma. That just to clear that up. Yeah, I, I don't necessarily think car- karma is cause and effect. Um, because uh, bad shit will happen to you and you, let's say you are doing the right thing and living your life and doing what you're supposed to do and something bad happens to you. Um, then Cause if and you, effect is the definition. Like that's the definition. I, I, I got you. I just don't, I don't necessarily agree with that. I don't think it's a cause and effect type of thing. I think. What do you see karma as? I don't really, at one point, at one point I used to believe in karma. At one point I, I, I did. But if you and let's talk about the spiritual aspect of it if you are saying that you may have to pay for traumas and past lives and shit like that Mm -hmm. um and then your children will have to deal with shit that you did or um their your sins could be put off on your children you know such thing as like generational curses and stuff like that i to a certain degree, I don't necessarily believe in that. I think it's certain certain things that you have to rectify with self, but I think that bad things are going to happen in everybody's lifetime. I don't think that this lifetime was specifically meant for your full pleasure. I think that this was yeah, a, a painful, and a painful lifetime. Delve yeah. off into spirituality, but let me just say this: kick clouds. Let, I, I know what I'm talking about. The definition for karma: karma in Hinduism and Buddhism, the sum of a person's actions in this and previous states of existence, viewed as deciding their fate and future existences. The informal definition is destiny or fate following as an effect from a cause what are you talking about can i say something sure sure didn't you have a question for me concrete for what i was saying about the black man and the black woman i had a comment i don't even remember what it was but there was i am so there. sorry child I no, no, off on I, you know, it's interesting I, 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 you know this is what, a good conversation to have what i was saying concrete i was in Agreeance of only just dating the sister. I don't agree with like the outside dating race of it. That was all I was saying. Oh, 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 yeah, I agree with that. I, I mean, I, I believe that people should date within their own races, but I can't have no, I have zero control over what another person does. But that in and of itself, personally for me, would not make me withdraw my support. Like, so what? Like, you know, I, I don't think that, I don't think that you choosing to, um, date and marry outside of your race is the sum total of you know your your value and your worth too and as people have pointed out in the community there are some people 
who date and marry out and they do still contribute to the community. So that in and of itself is not enough for me to pass judgment and say, oh, I'm not supporting you. But I do think when I see things that are anti-Black, I find them to be offensive. And, you know, I personally would just choose not to support by way of, you know, social media or, you know, drawing attention to. But technically, we're drawing attention to it because we're talking about it. And the same thing with all the women on social media. And I've seen several Black women on social media that actually were, you know, calling for an arrest of the woman. Um, I can't remember her name, but even the woman who saw her out at a bar, and that was a that was a sister who blasted yeah. her at the bar and made her leave because she was highlighting the fact that you just offed your boyfriend and now you're sitting here in this bar. So there are some black women who still believe in supporting, you know, I feel like that's a personal decision, um, you know, Either way, it's up to you to decide whether or not you're going to support. Um, I, but the interesting thing is me and Danny, we're having this conversation back and forth. I, I don't know if there were any men that like one man was taking a hard stance on saying that Lauren Smithfield shouldn't be supported. Like, I, I think that most men, especially when we're talking about the men in this space, felt like they weren't extending support to her. And, you know, they didn't have they there was no one to go back and forth with about it because most of them were kind of of the mindset that she was not deserving of support mm. you know what i you know what i saw um sister george and concrete the new york post made an article recently where it says why is black women considering dating the white man this is what they're saying on the spectrum that's in the article like that's crazy like that like in society they're encouraging the black sisters to go outside their race. And it's like, I feel like for me, it's a slap in the face to the brother when you promote it. I really do. Well, what? <sighs> Your name here, she did say, well, she reposted uh, um, a uh, social media post that said uh, that she was tired of dealing with black men and, you know, that she was essentially going over to the other side uh, in so many words. I can't remember it in detail. We talked about it. We highlighted it on our stream, but she did say that she was no longer dealing with black men. You see? See what they're saying about us, brothers? It ain't fair. It ain't fair. <laughs> so what are you, what are your what are your thoughts on what black men say about black women? Is that is that fair? That's not fair either. Oh, I've heard some black men say some things about the. You like, did I don't like that at the beginning. Yeah, I, I've heard some black men say some things about the black woman, and it's like, why is this happening? Like, there's not all these black women that are just baby mamas and supporting, you know, baby mama culture. There is some that are, are wives, you know what I'm saying? You know, doing generational wealth. So I never understood where, like, for me, Sister George and Concrete, like, where are all these bad black women at? Because I've been raised by some good black women. I never understood where, like, where all these. Black women are, are let down for the black men. Because a lot of men, you know, in this space, they, oh, they drag the black women. I mean, it's sad. You know, that's an interesting question. And I would like to answer that. I just want to say, because I see Kit Clouds keeps posting something to the effect of, you know, how can you, or people in the chat keep posting, how can you, in fact, support someone who's already deceased. Um, you can't support someone who's already deceased by demanding justice for those who, you know, cause the death of that person by, you know, calling attention to, by, you know, uh, calling to action the, you know, prosecutors and the DA and, you know, um, by, and making your presence known and, and agitating the system to ensure that, you know, justice is, is, um, 
you know, justice prevails uh, as it relates to the person who took, you know, his life. So that that's how you can show up for and to support someone who's already deceased. In addition to his family's posted a GoFundMe. So to make sure that he has a proper burial is also another way that you can support. So. Yep. Uh, oh, you already, child, you already went over it. Listen, uh, Nas, what are your thoughts about the topic? And welcome. Oh, uh, could you hear me? We yes. can. Oh, um, uh, first of all, I just want to say, um, how, how are you, um, ladies doing? Pretty good. It's Sunday. It's a wonderful day. This is an interesting topic. I love interesting topics. I like when there's a little bit of a grit, when there's a little bit of back and forth, and we can kind of get to the meat of it. So I'm Child, good. that thing just like to argue. Shut up. <laughs> I just be here. Most definitely. Most definitely. Um, um, you know me personally. Um, I to to me, I think I see these topics a lot. You know, in terms of, you know, um, of course, you know, when you hear like a breakout story, like whether it's a black man or a black woman, uh, you know, doing anything controversial or something controversial happens to them. And to me, I just think that this quote unquote black culture, um, it's not really unified from the perspective of it's like it's not centralized. You know what I'm saying? Like when we talk about culture, like what do we really mean you know what i'm saying and i kind of like want to touch that along with this topic as far as you know who you know removing yourself from black support it's like in america um not every black family specifically american black um because this this uh guy happens to be african of um, african persuasion but you know that entire, to me, I think that is the difference right there. I just think that, you know, black support in terms of whom, you know what I'm saying? Is it American black support? Is it Caribbean black support? You know what I'm saying? Is it African black, quote unquote, black support? You know what I'm saying? Because we all have different ways of how we raise our families. You know what I'm saying? I don't, especially in America, I think in America, we're so splintered. Um, as a people, now we might be biologically uh, American black, you know, going down to the, you know, Declaration of Independence and all that. But now I see, I don't really see us being more so like a centralized tribe uh, in terms of culture. I see us doing our own things. You know what I'm saying? It's like not every black family is going to do the same as another black family. That's American, you know what I'm saying? Like the the rules that I'm supposed to lay in my house, and this goes to any man or any woman that's laying the rules um, in their household, it's gonna, it may be different from how another black family. That's um, true, but so, I think- so it's like, I, I just wanna, To answer you know, your that, question, Nas, before you get too far away from it, just really quickly, what your question when you're saying like who uh, i mean 
I'm assuming that we're talking about all black people, just like any cause as of late, when we talked about how Africans were being treated in Ukraine, when, you know, um, the gentleman was killed here and he's from the West Indies by the police officer in Dallas, Texas. I can't remember his name, but, um, you know, we're, we're talking about black people throughout the diaspora, you do, no matter how you, you know, we're, we're talking about support of black people throughout the diaspora, no matter how you identify. I understand that, you know, but my only thing is, and that's what I mean, you know, I don't think it should be, in my opinion, I don't think it should be like that broad reaching when we're talking about black, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm just gonna keep it real. Like I work with Africans myself, I, I you know, I work with West Indian people and things like that. And when we're talking about quote unquote you know how black Americans be like, we have to stay on code. We have to stay on code. Your code may not be the same as another American's code. And it's like, what is the code? You know what I'm saying? Can you, like, can anybody that says stay on code elaborate what staying on code really means? Because we see, even with Will Smith, it's like, I, I see more Will Smith as more so a Hollywood figure than a black figure. I'm just going to keep it real. You know what I'm saying? I disagree. I mean, I'm I disagree. Biologically black. But Hollywood has a, you know, a way of cultivating their superstars and they have to, you know, I guess, you know, do what they got to do to appease whatever, you know, um, whoever is around them, you know, at the time, you know what I'm saying? And that's my point. It's like, I see more so in terms of culture, you know, when we're going back into, you know, um, you know, what? the nation of Islam. Can I say something? Traditional conservative black fan, you know, uh, family structure back, you know, before, you know, the 1960s. You know what I'm saying? Things like that. That was more of a code that black people understood. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, and that's what I'm saying, you know, so. Okay. Let, let me, let me, um, really quickly, um, let me say this. Um, I understand your question. I guess I've essentially expressed my thoughts on it. So I don't know. Sincere Cracking Up wanted to jump in. And I don't know if Danny wanted to jump in. And I also wanted to um, question. I did want to say this. When I say, like, um, in the Black community, when we say stay on code, it's like not bringing no outsiders in. Everything is just the Black experience, you know? The Black wife, the Black father, everything is Black. Like, we don't bring anybody else in the circle, no oppressors, nobody that's put us in equality. That's what I mean when we stay on code. Like we don't bring anybody else inside the home. You get what I'm saying, Nas? When I say stay on code? I mean, I hear what you're saying, but to me, I just I just believe that people can make definitions about things in thin air. And it's not, nothing is ever solid. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can say, stay black first, stay black first, stay black first, this and that. It's not going to mean anything unless, um, you know, the foundation is solid and any everybody universally that is, you know, whatever black person you are can understand it. And people are just not on the same page, especially, um, you know, in Western, you know, American society. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, yeah, I mean, people are doing their own individual things. And, you know, what's beneficial to you may not be beneficial to another black uh, family. 
That's all I'm saying. You know, it's, yeah, I'm just that- trying to critically um, evaluate because to me, I just think my personal opinion is that I think uh, black people tend to go ring around the rosy um, with, you know, like, who is like, it's like, you know, black man versus black woman thing. It's like, you got to be removed from all that and just like, yo, what type of game are we playing? Is it productive? Is it a, is it a productive game when we're... Nope. Um, you know, the thing is, though, I, I mean, I think we, like, we, we, we um, it's clear that we're not united. It's like, you'll, no matter, the question that you're asked, you're going to get a different answer upon who you're speaking to, essentially. So I don't think that there's, you know, a, you know, um, response that is applicable everybody that, you know, we could use to answer the question that you're posing. I think it's something good to consider, um, you know, but it depends upon who you're asking. I mean, uh, let me just say, for instance, it's like, you know, this particular individual, I haven't looked into the details of the whole case and stuff like that, but, you know, just we're looking in the outside, looking in, we don't know how this dude moves, you know what I'm saying, in these spaces, like, Mm-hmm. Like, and I think, does he define, does that family define him themselves as black? You know what I'm saying? Because there are certain Africans that question. say that, that, uh, they're not black. They identify with their culture. You know what I'm saying? Now I know that they assimilate, but you know, they know where they're come. They know where they come from. You know what I'm saying? Well, and they don't act like to me in, you know, when I mingle with them, sometimes, you know, uh, you know, you see certain Africans that will, you know, um, people are saying nowadays like LARP or cosplay as a black American, they try to tether themselves with the black American experience, but they haven't experienced the same things as we have, uh, as we experienced. I agree. And neither has they have they experienced the same thing as the Caribbean. Oh, I agree black. with that. I think they, well, you know, have diff. We, you know, they have a different experience. Some of them, I think, oftentimes, listen. And this is just from speaking with people from different African cultures. Like they are literally, you know, they admit the fact that they're warned to, you know, steer clear of black uh, Americans. That there is, a, there are. A, ton of negative stereotypes surrounding black Americans. So they don't want to be identified as black American uh, or, you know, want to be lumped in with black Americans. So I think that, you know, that's clear. I've seen that. I don't want to derail the conversation too much, but um, I do want to answer Bev's question. Um, She posed a question about Toby allegedly, you know, um, assaulting uh, his girlfriend. Now, I watched the news report where they spoke to two or three, three of their mutual friends that said that they did not believe that, now these were friends of both of theirs. They said they did not believe that Toby had put his hands on her uh, or may, or would have caused her to need to defend herself in that way. There was a neighbor who who said that through a window, he saw him raising his fist as if to strike her or something to that effect. I don't believe the neighbor. He looked like a meathead that was on steroids and 
you know, anyways, but the people who are pe people who a group of people who are close to both of them said that he was not a violent person, but admitted that they've seen her strike him on multiple occasions. So I don't know how true it is that he's ever put his hands on her. The consensus from their friend group is that she was the aggressor in their arguments. So who I mean. So if we're going to talk about that, we also got to talk about the fact that she struck him and there are multiple witnesses to her striking him versus somebody saying from a distance, from a window, and, you know, outside of their apartment that it looked like he was raising his hands to hit her. I don't know really if I really believe that, but nonetheless, it definitely seems apparent that she was far more aggressive than he was. But, you know, who knows? Um, Danny, did you want to add anything before we get, we ain't signing up in here? No, I think you brought about, uh, some good points. Um, yeah. And it's interesting because I think that's a thing that black men are very, very, very hush hush about, especially when they deal in mm. interracial relationships. Um, you know, you'll hear mostly all the good shit, but you rarely hear, um, any bad situations from black men dating outside mm. and I think it, that was an interesting point that that's she was putting point. her hands on putting until her it's hands too on late it. I think people you know and maybe that's a relationship thing but you know black men and black women when they're dating out and yeah. things exactly. start to hit the wall they don't express it until it's over yeah yeah that's very true very very true um, but let's get we ain't signing ish up in here Oh, he didn't change the back, so we ain't signing shit. Oh, welcome. <laughs> How's everybody doing uh, tonight? Doing great. How are you? I'm good. Uh, I'm, I'm all right. We, we're in military lockdown, but other than that, I'm pretty good. You know, can't complain. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So um, why? <laughs> then you got me worried. <clears throat> No, no, no. I mean, well, you guys watch the news. You can see what's happening in Shanghai. I know you can't save certain things on YouTube, but if you 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 turn on the news, you'll see what's happening here in Shanghai at the moment. So, uh, but uh, getting getting to the uh, to the topic, um, you shouldn't you shouldn't. I, I don't understand why should you lose black support. The little that we do get, just because of something as trivial as who you're sleeping with who you're dating or who you're marrying. I think that, you know, on a macro level, there's only 13% of us. And to be so picky and choosy about who we want to support when it just because of who that person is dating, I think that's kind of, it's kind of childish, right? We're, we're not big enough to, to say, okay, we're going to support this. We're not going to support that. We need everyone's help. Like uh, when we're talking about Robert Smith, right? He got a lot of pushback because of who he was dating, despite the fact that he, he Morehouse graduates, right? The cream of the crop of black men, right? He put them in the position where they can get houses a little bit off uh, a little bit faster. You know, they put them in situations where they can marry a little bit sooner, right? 80% of black men are going to marry black women, right? So, I mean, we're, what are we talking about here? We're talking like the, the minority. The minority of men who 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 date outside their race, and I think that we really do a disservice to the to the group when we want to like chastise them or excommunicate them or treat them like second class citizens 
in a community like Harry Belafonte, right? He couldn't be a part of the uh, of the civil rights movement, but he could finance it. However, you have Maya, Maya Angelou at the forefront and she's with a white man, right? We look at this uh, Supreme Court justice lady now, right? She's with a white man, but everybody's bigging her up. And that's the other side of that, right? It's like, a, um, it's it's a you know it's okay for for black women to do it, but not for black men. Black men to do it. So that's kind of like saying like you know sexually policing us, right? So at the end of the day, I really don't understand, you know, why everybody's just so upset because when we're talking about dating out, we're really talking about black men. We're not talking about black women. When we're dating out, why is somebody's why is everyone so upset? where a black man decides to put his penis like i really don't get that um i i uh we ain't signing i i understand your point i think though for this particular situation in regards to toby obumseli um that it was beyond him dating out it was the derogatory tweets that he made regarding right. black women but um you know, Danny was highlighting the fact that, you know, they happened, you know, years ago and that it's possible that he's grown and he's evolved and and that is possible. But um, and I don't know if there is a point if, if if people publicly acknowledge like, damn, I was immature uh, and making, you know, those derogatory tweets. That's not how if they publicly acknowledge their own growth and development and, and, and highlighting the fact that they think and operate differently, if that makes a difference, no, not saying that he did this, but I don't know if that makes a difference. But I think in this particular situation that it goes beyond, you know, who he was in a relationship with, it was the elevating the white women above black women and the denigrating okay. or negative comments about black women. Let, let me throw this on the fire. Let's say he said, fuck all black women. They ain't shit. They're belligerent, blah, blah, blah. Let's say he never changed it. And he was he was degrading and putting down black women to the day he was murdered by the police, right? Because yeah. I do know about this. Because this has been back, a while back, but, you know, <clears throat> I have heard about it, right? Mm -hmm. So police killing another black man. Despite what he said about black women, Right. We, we understand as a community, we do have a problem with the police. So do we a put the his personal issue of black women at the forefront or do we think about everyone, black, black boys, black girls, black women, black men. Mm -hmm. And just, you know, we're going to we're not going to focus on that right now. We're going to focus on a police feeling they can pop. They can shoot us at any time. Can right? I uh, jump in? Let's say you know you know what I mean. Like let's say I, I got you, I got you. Right? But yeah, we so. the 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 factor of the matter is the factor of the matter is if he thought anything a, a bad about black women, his ass needs to penalize be penalized. Whatever happens to him, he deserved that shit because he had the audacity to say something wrong against his race. If you talk about your race in front of the public and you say derogatory things, I don't care if you have a preference. I don't care if the shit is true. I don't care if it's happening in front of you right now. If you say anything critical about the black race, especially about about black women, then whatever happens to you, you just deserve that shit. And that's the attitude that black women have taken. If you said anything uh -huh. bad about black women, 
fuck fuck how it turned out. Well, and, and they don't care if it's by the hands of the police. So, so they don't care. Right? Because I, I wanted to answer your question back to okay. me just really quickly. I, I understand what Danny is saying and she, you know, in highlighting that and you know, I won't disagree with that. I think what you are pointing out though is would be something that is bigger than the person, than the individual. And even in this situation, because we know that this country has a history of not penalizing white women the way that they would, you know, penalize, you know, black people um, or white people the way that they penalize black people. So in, you know, you highlighting that, I understand that you're saying that it's bigger than him. Um, but you know how women are, they are, you know, it's emotions over everything. You know, they don't give a damn about the big picture. Um, it's, it's emotions over everything. So then, so, okay, because, I mean, I'm not saying it's right to do that for Black women. I'm just saying, you know, we got to pick and choose. And since Black women are picking and choosing and saying, you know what, fuck that. Are, you know, you're not going to say shit to, you ain't going to say crazy shit about us on social media. And that's going to be more important than, than how police treat us as a group. So then what does that say, what does that say to Black men as a whole? Right when you when you when you, you, when you say like you the only that, thing right? is um, we ain't signing ish. You keep trying to relegate that to um, black men, but the same thing happens to black women when they date out, and this is an issue that we have when each dates out. So when black men date out, yeah, you have this result, and when this result happens, black people are just like fuck you. You dated out. So whatever you whatever happens to you happens to you. You deserve it. Yeah, and I, I think that's a thing on both sides because when um Lauren no. you don't think yeah. that's true on both sides. Did you hear what we highlighted Maya about Angel, Lawrence Whitfield? But you're talking about No, yes, you're talking about, about old men. older women yeah. and they weren't killed by black men. Um Mercedes Moore was killed by uh this this white guy allegedly and right. black men were like oh fucking well um Lauren Smithfield uh was killed by a white guy and black men were had the same exact attitude exact okay, attitude yeah, bla black men in the manosphere but not the average black man right black women i didn't see the average black man support. standing up i didn't see the average black man coming Facts. out and requesting support from his Facts. um you know that's not fair because the average black man right now and the average black woman ain't seeing eye to eye yeah so, but no, you, you okay. have two black women up here who aren't saying that this man deserved what he got Neither one of us have that thought process. I don't know any women in my personal life with that thought process. But you're not fair because in, in that case, the same thing applies to black women not standing up in support of Toby. We can say the same thing. Black women, women and black men are at odds. You can't. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. Okay, fair. You can say that, but but black men in large ain't saying like she deserved that and she's a hoe. Okay, they didn't well, call Mercedes a hoe. The, the the majority did not know they did you not. freaking kidding me and i feel like that. you're being disingenuous they did say that people in the manosphere yes but people on facebook and in facebook and twitter whatever no no people on youtube yes in the manosphere yes but the average facebook dude black dude no the average black twitter no no 
I'll pass the mic on that. Um, you don't have to pass the mic on it because I, but I straight up disagree. I think we feel the same way with, um, anybody who dates out Mm -hmm. and it's all the way around across the board. If you were critical of black men and you happen to die at the hands of a white man, black men are going to be like, Oh, freaking well. And it's not an overall picture. It's a nice belief. And I feel like it's kind of fairy tale thinking to think that, um, they would be in support of of this black woman who talk b- big shit about black men. It's not gonna happen. And yeah. black men really, really feel some type of way when uh black women date out. To be honest with you, to be honest with you, I think it's more of a shock to y'all than it is to us because I think we're used to seeing it, um, in larger degrees than what y'all are used to seeing it in. And I think y'all get a little bit more upset when the black woman dates out versus your own no. y'all well, and it's so funny to me it is different though like you can't george floyd was dating a white woman george floyd was dating a white woman and, and black women didn't withdraw support so i think i can't i can say that in, in in certain instances they will put the fight or the cause before like there were a few i saw very few women highlighting the fact that oh he was dating a uh, a white woman but in large by and large, what black women were standing in support of George Floyd, the f- despite the fact of who he was dating. So I shit on that billionaire. Even Oprah Winfrey shit on that billionaire. You've been telling black people what billionaire? Robert Smith. Who's who? Who, who, like, who talks bad about Robert Smith? Y'all were well, not y'all, you two ladies. I didn't hear anybody talking about him. Black women went in on Kobe. Black women. Went they in did on, go in on, on Kobe. Kobe. You're right. Uh, Kobe, uh, uh, I saw more black women, women standing in support of Kobe than those going against him, though. Like we're, I mean, clearly we're not yeah. a monolith, but yeah. we can't say because there's a sect of black women who's 25, less than 25 percent of the population of black women, that this is how all black women or the majority of black women feel. Gail went on TV and defamed that man. Gail, who does Gail represent? That you, you, you can see people. You can see black women going in on Twitter. You can see black women about Kobe going in on Facebook. You have you have you have the elite black women going in on Kobe. Gail went on in Kobe. That's one woman. Like Kobe. how many other okay. elite black women went in on Kobe? Come on, like you you now you gaslighting. Here's my I'm thing. not. I'm not. Matter of fact, she uh-huh. she called one of her White House friends to to, to um to say Snoop, if you say something else about Gail, me and you gonna have a problem. And we know Gail is a whole black We know. We come on now. Like you talking about Gail? That's like uh, black, we, that's like us talking about Twitter, Facebook, represents y'all. We know who Gail is. Telling, I got a question for Rose when I'm done. Are you oh, not in large? Right. Wait, I now on concrete, I disagree with that. I think I black women in, in large went in on Kobe. Media. I didn't see a ton of black women going in on Kobe. At oh, all. I did. Like, I saw very well, few black women having something negative to say about Kobe. The rest of the world did see black women going okay. in on Kobe. The rest, you did, but the rest of the world did. I, I, I didn't see them all. I didn't see them all. I don't agree with that either. I didn't see them all going against Kobe. Uh, 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 so it's a mixed bag. Some of us say we did. Some of us say we didn't. I didn't see a large amount of black women having anything like black women. I saw women who were distraught about what happened with Kobe. Like, at, come on. But I just think that I just think that, you know, this whole thing in terms of who is supporting who is tit for tat. I just to me, I just think that like 
we have to define what support is. Is it emotional support? You know what I'm saying? Is it, you know, like, I just think that, like, we're broad stroking this as a either a black man or a black woman thing and stuff like yeah. that. And I'm trying to bring things into the, on the table in terms of, like, culture. You know well, like, I, I don't like think we can talk. We're having the conversation like in more of a broad spectrum. We're not having the conversation, like, in a vacuum. So we're not, ha I mean, personally, I have a Pan-African mindset. I, like, believe that black people across the diaspora are my kin so that's just my own personal opinion but also we're having the conversation in more of a broad spectrum because he wasn't an african-american he was nigerian and but that's my point though sis that's my point though it's like you know you may have a pan-african perspective but another black american person or caribbean person or african person may not have the same perspective so they like, may not but it's like we're we're, we're going through these things, I, I see uh, so much on social media. It's like we're going through these social media outrage. We're saying we got to hold Kobe Bryant accountable. We got to hold, uh, you know, freaking Eve, yeah. singer Eve, accountable for dating outside of the race and stuff like that. They well, hold on, because I wanted they, to address like, that. Kobe really was quick. raised in Italy. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, I understand is, what you're saying, but that's not the ahead, that's not the perspective that we're having the conversation from. But I do understand what you're saying we're having it from a more broad perspective um I, I think that you know that would change the whole dynamic of the conversation that we're already in the process of having um i did just want to quickly say I'm, i wasn't lying about what i've seen like literally that's not what i see on my timeline however my timeline is tailored to people who I do actually communicate with. I don't have a bunch of people on my timeline that I don't know, like, or just, you know, strangers that I haven't had any interaction with. So because I saw something different on my timeline, and we also have at least one other person on the panel who saw something different on his timeline, I'm lying. It's not that maybe I saw something different on my timeline. You guys kill me. Um, I know Andy was trying to get in here, but Danny highlighted the super chat. So we'll read that real quick, Andy, before we let you in. Uh, Kenyatta XL says, not sure where the combo is at. I just got here, but I feel zero sympathy for this guy. You shouldn't shit on your own race. Um, thank you, Kenyatta. Uh, I do feel empathy for his family. I think what happened to him was awful. Um, you know, I, you know, I'm to, um, stand up and give support, but Andy, um, what do you have, bro? Hey, what's up? What's up? What's good? Can you hear me? All right, oh, good. Lord, I, I, I was gonna get on you. I was gonna get on you, a road crime, but it's more directed at Danny. Uh oh. When you talking about that, black men are more upset of of, of saying black women date white men than, than the other way around. Let me tell you something. That's not true by far. The issue, the only issue, because I've noticed this even as a kid, my only issue with black women worshiping white dudes and putting white dudes on the pedestal. Whenever they talk about their experience with white dudes, they lie to make it seem like it's the best shit ever. And we can clearly tell that one white dude they had out of all the thousands of black penises that's been inside of them, but the one white dude was the best. Come on now. I, I've heard that story a lot, and that's a lie. That's the issue. Mm. And, if, and if you want more proof, yeah, I remember Brittany Jones. Tommy did a video about her, but I knew about her from Facebook. I addressed her. The whole Brittany Jones, look up. Now, she was a chick that was on Facebook openly showing us you no know, sexual images of what she do on Facebook open. Right. Mm -hmm. So eventually she started making money from it. Started, you know, having sex, always unprotected with black women. 
shooting up in them and everything. They never use the condoms when they live in that lifestyle, right? I that was know. the video. I'm telling you what I know. That was the video she posted, right? It was a pretty Caribbean chick. Maybe she was trendy. I don't know. But you know a lot of them island girls are mixed. They got the uh, bronze skin and the curly straight hair. And so they, they, they're very mixed. She posted a video of a white girl saying, you're pretty. What do you mix with? She took it as, oh, you. in order for a black girl to be pretty, she got to be mixed with white. That's not what she said. The white girl asked what you mix with because she has an exotic look. So Brittany Jones reposted this to her Facebook and said, every black man who has a mixed child or a white girlfriend, tell me now and I'm going to block your ass. I addressed her because all black women are hypocrites. And when black women try to play this battle of the sexes game, they, they lose every damn time. I said, I remember you posting a picture of you kissing this messed out looking construction worker white boy. And she claimed she never had sex with a white dude. Look up online, you can see her topping off white boys now. It don't matter if she didn't do it then or not. She's doing it now. So she was like, well, show me the picture of me kissing a white boy. I said, you can, you get your Facebook shut down because you so sexual images. It's not up no more. And then she went off on me. So that my, Our issue with black women is that they always front and frauding. Just like white people. When you call a white person for being an a-hole or a racist, they get a poem. Who are you calling a racist? How dare you? But you're doing racist behavior. That's, how, that's why I always say black women and white men are the damn same and they need to all date each other. Mm. Because they have undeserved self-entitlement. I don't know where the hell it comes from, but you got to put them in their damn place. Can I say something? Can I ask a question? So, so why, why is she dating that white man? Is it because the black man is not doing right by her? Like, why is she with that well, white well, man? I'm not trying it's to be disrespectful, person. but no, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm asking the question. It's a good question. It's a simple question, brother. Go ahead. You done? Go ahead. Yeah, I'm done. That was my question. No, because the same black woman in the hood who's finally dating a white boy are attracted by these hood motherfuckers. Black women are, choose who they mess with. They are attracted to these so-called guys that's the hood guys that's nickel and diamond on the block ain't making money like that. Those are guys they choose to bring into their house and sleep with in front of their damn kids. So then you are don't they get to, to them uh, or are they attracted to white men that could take them out of the hood? But a lot of white men, a lot of white boys that get broke, they, they they mess with a lot of broke white dudes too. Oh, okay, I got you. So, I, in my experience, a lot of black women don't pick the cream of the crop with, with white men. Mm. I've seen it in my face. Oh yeah, yeah. So you don't you don't see any um of those black women that date those white men to look at like potential for husbands or just for a come up. Black women do. Let me tell you something, bro. From a from a man that's been in this country, but if you want to turn make a black woman's joint dry, ask her. Are you getting married? Do you want to get married? That, that turns them off. Most black women look at black marriages and goddamn disgust. Let me, let me say this. Even, say even me. I've asked black women, are you married? They look at me like, nigga, are you stupid? I'm black. What you think? They gave me that look like you was a clown. Uh, get away from me. Every time I ask them about marriage, every time. Let me, let me say, Andrew, because you don't be asking them to be uh, married. You just be asking them to uh to see where they head at and all kind right. of shit. Hey, hey, we've we've seen many shows where black we saw a black woman love having random bastard babies, but but they shy away from marriage. Uh, it don't work. Because what if you have an STD having a baby? They not scared of the STDs. They scared of a merge. I have a baby. You gotta risk your life. Let's be honest. Let's put his ass down, concrete. Let me say something. Let me say something. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Speaking truth right now. 
Black women have no Please. problem shitting out a baby, but don't want to get married. He, that is facts. They always say, true. what if it don't it's work out? They, we've seen it on, on Convent show. We've seen it on Tommy show. I've seen That's it even true. before that That's on YouTube. True. We've seen it all over to over. But, but what if it don't work out? Okay, but what if that kid come out to be a serial killer because they have a dad in his life? Y'all don't but give a, a damn about that. But what you're saying is cap, but that's true. Nobody, we it's know that. I never cap. I want to see something. Not, not all the brothers are doing that. Some brothers are trying to turn them black women that they look at hoes into wives. Some black men are try, trying to take hoes and turn them to housewives. Some of the black men are trying to make some of the, the black women and that's wives. That's why black men are to be successful with women. You don't turn a, a hoe into a housewife. See, that's the difference but between you, men and women. But you Once get, a woman but do but something, you, she's tainted forever. I don't give a damn. You true. living that lifestyle, you yes, it is. Men it, ain't that's nothing. Not because okay. some black men, some black men, no, let, 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 let me say something, let me say something, but you can turn a hoe into a housewife, you can turn her from that hoe face as from her not being fast, some black men are doing that, I have a friend right now that, is, is, hold on, hear me out, he has a woman right now that used to be considered the ratchet black hoe, and what he did is he came into her life as a brother and turns her into a housewife. That's what you want to do with the black woman. But, 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 you know, let's be honest, what? that's not a right term. That's not a right term, bro. Let me highlight you right quick. I'm going to drop this nugget for everybody that's listening right now. It doesn't matter how much money you make. It doesn't matter how tall you are or six packs, whatever. You cannot change her. Who her mother or if she had a father raised her to be, that is what she is. Lots of niggas get in there and think, I'm going to change her. I'm going to dick her down. Or I have money, yep. whatever. And at the end of the day, they become a lick. Because at the end of the day, bro, you are not God. You cannot change her. Only her parents or life can humble a person. And if you go in there, you're going to offer your way in that shit. You're going to end up like Will Smith. Can I second that right quick? I'm sorry. Can I second that right quick? Go ahead. Go ahead, Andy, then, uh... Okay, I'm going to be right quick. What you're saying is true. It's, it's similar to anybody ever dated strippers and notice that strippers will be out there having sex with blah, blah, blah. As soon as they find a come up or so-called a good man that can take them in, yeah, they'll play the role for a while. They'll deal with that good man, but they go right back to their whole ways. Only time changes hoes. No man can change a hoe. After a certain time, you can't chase penis no more. Your kneecaps get back. Your joints get back. Oh, then you get old, and you can't chase it no more. Let me say something, bro. What what did Cardi B do? She came from being a hoe into a housewife. Now that's what she did. With no, no, time out. You can't listen. You cannot equate to what Bay and Jay and Girl and Jada, Cardi bro. That's celebrities, bro. Celebrities are listen. Celebrity relationships are arranged. Goddamn, Alicia Keys is the biggest lesbian on earth, but she's married Swiss Beach. You think she love, love that dude? She was dating Missy Elliott for a long time. You cannot. This is what average exactly. If Cardi can do it, I can do it. But Cardi ain't real. No, but, celebrities but, 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 like but is it concrete? Isn't that a good example from what Cardi B is showing that you can come from something no, that you used to be and you used to be right now as a good role model? I promise you, five, ten years from now, she's going to divorce. She's going to divorce him like uh, Anthony Anderson got divorced. Right? They'll stay for a minute, but at the end of the day, that shit calls him back. Why was? Why was? Why was she? Why was she divorced? Right? 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 retired got a divorce right the marriages don't last they don't last because you're picking the wrong person right yeah, it's, it's it's a lifetime but at the same time but, but, but see rose come on if we i marry you for cardi b but to hear me out, hear me out, hear me out for a second 
Hear me out for exactly. a second. What is better? Being married to you for 25 years. Now I'm in my 60s. I can't recoup the money I'm going to lose from a divorce or getting divorced five years from now. I'll take the five fucking years. Right? You marrying a man, you're going to sit up for 20 years, then going to bounce? But we ain't Come signing. On. Like, let me let me say this real quick. Like, we, we're using this, this, this um notion that it's the woman like you guys whenever we talk about women leaving marriages you guys really present it as if it's just the woman not being satisfied like there's no possible way that it's something that the man could have done to also play into why the relationship soured men don't change rose men show you what they are from the jump more than what women do women will say it's the dude's fault i'm pretty sure they'll say that right but at the end of the day 80 percent of of divorces are asked by women, but I'm pretty sure all women will say it's it's the nigga's fault. So listen, I mean, a man will stay married to a woman. They can be separated for forty years, living in two different countries on two different, um, you know, sorry sides of the planet, and a man won't file for a divorce. So that doesn't mean anything. Some women like final finality before they can move on and you know live the rest of their lives. So because, because women it, file, that 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 means nothing. No, because it's not in the man's nature to make a woman cry. We don't like to make a woman cry. That's why we stick exactly. with them, even though they, even though they are goddamn lackluster. It's in a woman's nature to undermine men by their words and manipulation. Y'all can't beat us physically, so y'all use manipulations and shaming tactics to break us down. And, and, and hit below the belt. Yes, yes, I agree. Nas, did you want to so, add anything? Because I know you were waiting to, to chime in. Oh, I was about to say, um, you know, you know, as far as, you know, interracial relationships between, you know, black people and, you know, uh, non-black people, you know, I think, you know, I think the support shall only be validated if um, that black family validated it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I will respect a black person more if he said, I got with such and such person um, because, you know, you know, it you know, they reminded me of my, uh, my, uh, you know, my significant other that's also a role model or, or like um, my relatives, you know what I'm saying, in terms of, you know, how, what I live by and where I come from, you know, uh, this, my significant other embodies those same attributes that I admire. And I think we should just focus on, you know, uh, of family standards being um, at the forefront, regardless of what relationship you get into. You know what I'm saying? I would respect it more if they said that rather than things that are superficial, like, you know, uh, looks and, you know, that all that stuff is fine. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't, you know, to me, I don't, I don't mind preference. You know what I'm saying? But how do you, like, what are the substantive things that, like for instance, Kobe saw in Vanessa, for him to, um, you know, marry her, uh, marry you know, interracially. You know, what I'm saying, what 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 was it that he saw in her that made him do that? Did she embody the 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 values that he valued in terms of like where he came from, what his parents, uh, what his parents uh, taught him to value? And if somebody can say that and be substantive about their relationship. Then I would I would feel it would feel more validated, um, in my in my uh, you know just my personal opinion. If if I can ask something, please, 
I think that's where okay. we make the mistake. Because, like, number one, Kobe, to the best of my knowledge, and if I'm wrong, I'm, I'll gladly accept that I'm wrong. But to the best of my knowledge, Kobe has never publicly shitted on black women. True. Right? Now, so for whatever reason why he married her, that's just right. I mean, we can have preference. We can have choice, right? You can, whatever reason you want to marry or be with that person, that is your right. I mean, we don't, why do I, as a black man, have to validate the person I'm with for the black race to support me? That's some bullshit. Yeah. I'm free to do as I please, like you are free to do as you please, right? And and, and let's let's go back to the, to the main example, Toby, right? Even if the man shitted on black women, let's say he did that and that shit is wrong. But sometimes we have to put our emotions aside and look at the bigger picture, right? We have a problem with the police, right? This is a time to not deal with he shitting on black people, women, because black people as a whole have a problem with police. So we need to deal with the group first and then the the you know subsections later he wasn't unalived by the police he was unalived by his preference i'm sorry he wasn't unalived by the police he was unalived by his preference oh that's a horrible shot he rose okay then i think okay well then then, then, then then in this case then black women have a point then in this case fuck it black women have a point well, black women don't have a point when it comes to what he said about criticizing them online because every the world can see black women have more issues than with what they are worth. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, no, no doubt. Like, I mean, there's a reason, there's a reason why more and more black men, younger black men are dating out. There's a reason for that, right? There's yeah, I mean, black women are just hard to deal with. Well, um, I will say this. I have to say this. So I went to the tweets on his page, went directly to the tweets. The most, most of the, some of them were from, three of them, I think were from 2012. I saw two in 2016 and one in 2019 that was somewhat questionable. But I do have to say to Danny's point, I actually looked through over 10 years of tweets on his page. 90% of them, especially starting in like 2017, 2018, were relating to sports. Um, you can tell, you can see the shift in his mindset. Not so much as though he was lifting up black women, but he even talked about how his energy had changed, how his mindset had changed, not specifically relating to his, you know, um, how he feels about black women, but you can literally see the change in the immature stuff that he was tweeting when he was younger versus like his most recent tweets, which his most recent tweet was like 2020. He doesn't, didn't have like, wasn't active on Twitter um, before he was, you know, um, taken away, taken out. But um I'm sorry, that sounds insistent, before he was murdered. But um, I, I can see his growth. So I do want to at least acknowledge that because Danny made a very good point about the fact that if the tweets were, you know, the five, 10 years ago, um, you know, how, how, you know, does that make a difference? She, she highlighted that. And um, I do believe in, you know, at least, acknowledging a person's growth, you can see literally that he didn't tweet the same types of things. Not only that, um, his he 
was very, a lot of his tweets were, um, he was even retweeting a lot of black girls, a lot of things that black girls were saying, he was retweeting their tweets. Not a lot, but you know, he did it several times, um, retweeting black girls. If he really had this disdain for them, I wouldn't think that he would even be wanting to fool with them in any type of way, shape or form. But um, yeah, I just wanted to acknowledge that. Um, Lee Merritt, which is- Thank you, Concrete. No problem. Because it'd be be messed up that they'll just get one, will you know when stuff is put out to the media we only generally see one aspect of what's put out to the media and if he says something derogatory people do tend to hold you accountable for life when you have made mistakes when you were young and you know the i would have the same thing if a black girl was dating um a white boy and she had stuff to say i would have the same attitude but it's important to highlight things from a full spectrum as yeah. opposed to what's put out on social media initially okay. i have a question you're right really quick before you say that uh we ain't signing i'm gonna let you in i just want to highlight one thing danny you are 100 right because oftentimes we're seeing a snapshot of something and we don't get the full picture so you like literally the whole time we were sitting here i'm looking through his tweets and like you can see the growth and evolution one last thing i want to say real quick before i let you in we ain't signing um lee Merritt is the attorney that's been retained by his family and somebody asked him what he thought about the things that toby tweeted about black women and he said that you know our legal system already will assassinate this man's character and may hit the his murderer out to be a victim that yeah. when we pile on like the more that we do it makes it easier for them to essentially nullify that a black life was taken and there's not going to be any consequences to suffer as a result and that's an interesting point and it's very true if more it's like if majority of us are like we don't give a damn he said something negative about then it's going to make it easier for the system to let her off and so we ain't signing to your earlier point regarding when you thought it was like a, you know police shooting um the fact is though we still know that this how this justice system like that that we have two justice systems in this country so there is still right. a fight or a cause to be taken up as it relates right. to demanding justice for him and and looking at the broader picture because you know this could happen to any any black man it, this could happen to our right. father or our brother well, any 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 black person right because at the end of the day true, right true. So we get, like you said it's, it's a two to uh, justice system. So, okay, because there's another case in, in Philly that happened where a dude was talking crap about black women and he was married to an Asian woman in a police shop. So I thought we we're talking about that. So I apologize. But now that I'm on the right track, I just wanted to say that let's say let's say there was a woman, she was uh, dating a, a white guy and then a white guy removed her from life. And she was saying, you know, dude, black dudes are dusty, busted, broken, whatever, right? Just because she was name calling, I don't think I, I I I you know just because she's name calling, I would not say she deserved to 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 be removed from life. You know what I mean? Like that, like that's a that's a big extreme, right? Like so, and I think, yeah, I, I just think that's a bit extreme. Like, okay, you deserve for what you get for 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 shitting on black men or shitting on on, on black women, right? That that's that's a bit extreme, right? Because at the end of the day, he's he didn't to the best of my knowledge, go out physically harming black women, right? He just says, okay, this is how they are. So let's say he never changed. Let's say there was no growth. Let's take the worst case scenario. At the end of the day, just because he was name calling, are are we really saying he deserves to lose his life? 
I think that's a bit extreme. No, and like to be completely honest, I, I highlighted this earlier too. Majority of the people that I've seen re well, talking about the situation um, have said that they empathize with his family, that it's awful what happened, but they're just not going to, you know, draw attention or stand in support. No, like I saw a very few, maybe two or three women saying like he deserved it, which was absolutely despicable. And a lot of the women who I saw say, he, you know, that they were empathizing with him said, said so. They said they found it to be very troubling that someone could say, you know, he deserved it or, you know, something to that effect. Yeah, because they did yeah. like, so majority of black women are just simply that I've seen are simply saying that they are not going to like draw attention to or you know stand in support of well i i mean i mean <laughs> obviously that's their right right obviously yeah. that's that's their right and i mean you can see some point in that because you can say well you know since he wasn't rocking with me i'm not gonna rock with him if that's fair i mean i i can see that right i'm they're not going to speak against it but at the same time you know they just go mind their business. I that is fair. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's sad, but it's fair, right? If I if we keep it a hundred, it's sad, yeah. but it's fair. But I said know, the same thing. thing is, my thing is, is this is like this whole support shit, man. It's to me, it's I, I just don't see it because I think to me, when we say support, we say we're talking everything about emotion. It's like you know, we don't. There's no structure. Like there's no agency. You know what I'm saying? Like where, you, you know, we, all, you know, when we talk about support, we talk about marching in the streets, you know what I'm saying? And, and protesting with uh, billboards and signs and all these, all these fake gestures, whether, whether the heart is in there or not, it's all nothing. It's not really like, it's not really something that personifies strength and, and, and power. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I think, you know, support is more like, like I said, it's like the nation of Islam, you know what I'm saying? When you're talking about the peak of um, cultural black power, you know, back in those days, you know, we're talking about the Tuskegee Institute. Um, we're talking about when um, Booker T. Washington and, you know, the, um, you know, cert- certain treaties where, you know, he wanted to, you know, segregate the um, black community from the white community so they can have their own, you know what I'm saying? Have their own industries and stuff. But there are multiple ways to support. You can support by calling attention, retweeting, contacting the DA's office like multiple times and writing letters. Like there's different ways to support. Um, calling, like I feel like the support that we see black people give today has been impactful on many levels. Just think about the support of the Africans that were in Ukraine. Calling attention to it made them stop yeah. isolating Africans and prevent, like now, now granted there are still some Africans who are still stuck in Ukraine, but a lot of Africans were able to get out because of that, you know, social media support. But, but, but that whole thing, that, that's a mess. That's a mess because well, I'm just actually, using that as one example. Yeah. So there's yeah, yeah, a yeah, you're, right, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're right. But yeah, you're right. Like, like I have a whole nother issue. I guess that'd be a whole nother topic about Pan-Africanism because that yeah. shit is really just one way. <laughs> But I'll let it be. But yeah, that shit is just really one way, and it's that that whole Ukraine thing was a mess. But yeah, you're right. Like actually, it's it's actually because of other Black Americans and Caribbeans posting and retweeting that that things kind of happened. 
mm-hmm. right? It was yeah, actually because I mean, of that's us, what, because of and that's hey, my point. It's like, yeah, that's, that's my point though. It's like they're um, people from the African, specifically from the um, African continent. They only said, you know, they only called upon like black, you know, you know, oh, they're discriminating against black people, yada 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 yada. You know what I'm saying? Because they're trying to rally support from um, specifically like um, NATO and um, America. But it's like, is that what you really want in terms of like, you know, because you never know. It's like with those specific type of Africans, like where they were isolated and stuff like that, you know, you're basically like asking, basically petitioning and asking for like a handout, in my opinion. It's like, and now granted, it's still support, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, you're still asking- So are you saying we shouldn't another, support- Another nation. We shouldn't though, support Africans throughout the diaspora. To help you out. No, we to shouldn't. you out shouldn't. of a situation that does not, in my, and, and just my opinion, that doesn't, that's not really an example of strength. Now you can, now it's petitioning, yes, but that's not foundational. That's not necessarily African rooted. You know what I'm saying? That's no. That's, well, that's well, well hold on. That's like let me let me just say this, they right? For foreign support. You the know the reason the reason why those Africans were stuck because the Nigerian government refused to do anything about it. All other consulates and, and people got their people out, and Nigerians did. The Nigerian government didn't do anything. That's why it's a mess. It it wasn't racism. It that's was that the Nigerian it government. It wasn't racism. They were because literally spitting on them, telling them that they didn't have roulette animals on. No, no, no. Them. Hold on. Time, time out, time out. He said it's not racism, yo. Before, before, the, before, before the attack, right, the U.S. said, like, hey, this, is, this thing is going to happen right around the Olympics time. China called Russia and said, yo, do this shit after, after the Winter Olympics. Cool, they did it. India, America, all the other councils says, here is the evacuation plans. We're providing buses and we're providing planes to get back. Nigerian government didn't say or do shit. That's the point. All all governments, all governments made provision for all of their people to get out. The the Ghanaians and Nigerians did not have any provisions. And then finally, when we saw it, we took it as a race issue. And then we start flooding it over social media. Then action was happening because they had to walk from Ukraine to Romania. But before that, the Nigerian government didn't do anything. And then you have Africans here. Africans here was first blaming their government for not doing anything. We were like, oh, this is racism, blah, 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 blah. But the Africans were actually blaming their government for not providing provisions because the Nigerian consulate and the Ghanaian consulate didn't do anything. Anything, okay. and that's how that happened. Oh, th- well, we don't. Thank you for um, the clarity. We won't go back and forth regarding that. Uh, um, you know, there are, are to me, there's uh, maybe some specific incidences of racism, maybe not systemic, but well, racism happened there. Yes, yes, yeah, racism. Uh, I, I, yeah, but I'm just saying the reason why all that happened. No, is because I, they did get it. I get it. Yeah. I just don't want to it's derail like, yeah. the conversation because we are going to actually start the process okay, sure. to wrap it on up. So um, we will go ahead and have final thoughts as we wrap it up. This was a, a really good conversation in reference to the topic. So we'll start with uh, Nas. We'll have your final comments first. So your final thoughts on the topic at hand or anything you want to add in closing. Um, my final thoughts is um, 
and for those of you that want to support somebody, you know what I'm saying, like uh, that's, or don't want to support um, somebody that's like an interrelation, interracial relationship, um, to me, I think, you know, just try to do some research first about the individual that you're trying to support and see, you know, if he walked the honorable life, you know what I'm saying? And um, did he, in his life, do those things that reflect, you know, um, honorable traits and stuff like that. It shouldn't just be based on whether he or she says something about the black race. You know what I'm saying? I think we should add more quantifiers to, um, to, um, supporting somebody, you know what I'm saying? Instead of, you know, outrage culture, you know what I'm saying? Um, we should counter that with productive, you know, productive family, family culture, you know what I'm saying? So that's all I got to say on the topic though, but appreciate you. Um, appreciate you ladies for um, inviting me on. Um, thank you. I hope you enjoy your day. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. We definitely appreciate your input on the topic. So thank you. Thank you. Kareen, um, not Karen says, right. Even the Nigerian, what Nigerians were calling out the government. Um, so thank you for that comment. I think she is, She's essentially supporting what Swin Chan, what um, Wing Sinan said. So thank you for that. Um, next, we'll have Sincere. What are your final thoughts? I, I said it all. Just um, everybody have um, a good Sunday, and I enjoyed the panel, ladies. Thank you. We appreciate you. Thank, thank you for coming up. Absolutely. You're welcome. You're welcome. Y'all have a good night, brothers and sisters. <laughs> have a good one. We ain't signing. What you got for final thoughts? Okay, sure. Final thoughts. Okay, first, ladies, thank you for allowing me up. It's always a pleasure. Uh, second, black women, um, newsflash, black men do not belong to you anymore. We're our own group. We're our own race like you guys are. If you want a black Ooh. man, you got to compete. And black men, the community is burning. Don't get caught burning in SYSBM. And take care. <laughs> all right we appreciate you baby shaking things up he said we are all right <laughs> we ain't with y'all um yeah very interesting i appreciated your commentary on the topic so thank you for joining us we ain't seeing you in a minute yeah i mean like and, and just if you hey if you guys don't hear from me in a while just know it was my fault so don't be like it's racism because America <laughs> offer evacuation. No, because they, they offer evacuations here in Shanghai, but I'm choosing to stay. So if no, you're supposed crazy, to be like know. Jesse and let them know that if we don't hear from you, it wasn't you. You didn't do it. You didn't harm yourself. It's it's the man keeping you down. Yeah, baby, you got to say it out loud so we'll know. <laughs> Raise that fist in there. Right, well, well, if I go missing, just know something happened. Y'all take care. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Peace that's out. the thing to put on somebody's head. <laughs> right. Pray for him. <laughs> foul, though. Uh, Andrew. Yeah, yeah. What's up? Tell us about these thoughts that Don't you Don't be breathing hard when it comes to me. You know, come Child, because we know some bullshit getting ready to ensue. Like, what's up? <laughs> Only thing that comes to me is honesty. Now, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say, black women, stop your capping about why you deal with white guys. We know that no matter how lame or predatory white men are, you will always worship and respect them. You might not date them, but you have more respect for them. But a lot of brothers know, and I am the mirror to reflect your true form. I show people what they truly are. So that's my out. Okay. 
That wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to no, be. Not, I was, not, not at I was all. bracing myself, child. <laughs> Me too. You know, Andrew, well, honey. Listen, Lord. you never know. But we appreciate you, Andy. Thank you for coming up and joining us. I like when you come up because you always got some BS that you're throwing in the game. So, you know, <laughs> makes it interesting. Makes it in. Danny don't be the only one on the panel with some BS. Ah, I need a partner in crime, child. Y'all ass ain't going to do right. <laughs> so, thank, thank you, Andy. Andrew. Appreciate it. Y'all have a good one. You, you too. too. Um, yeah, this was a very interesting topic. Um, as I sometimes do, uh, I, I slightly changed my perspective on the topic after doing some research based on the arguments that Danny set forth. And, you know, it allowed me to have far more empathy than I did. I was already empathizing, but, um, you know, I could simply see the evolution and then I think about, uh, like I said, my my tweets or social media presence is in line with, you know, my core values. But I've done some ish, thankfully, when I was way younger. Um, there was like, especially his age when he was first tweeting stuff, 16, like there was no social media that I was on and, you know, posting stuff. I've never been into twerking and all that stuff, but I've done some stuff that I'm like, damn, looking back on it, like I shouldn't have did that. Um, hmm. So, yeah, I understand it from that perspective, like I said, especially being able to see the growth from for myself. I do still believe, though, that if you put it out there into the universe, you got to deal with the consequences. And that goes for myself, too. You know, there are some, you know, there's potential for lost opportunities with me because of me being so vocal about my commitment to my people and, you know, yada, yada, yada. So, but I got to eat that, you know, and I'm not mad at it because I'm a very principled person and I stand firm on my values and my beliefs and, you know, what's for me is for me. And yeah, so, you know, that's how I feel about it, but it was a good conversation. Very interesting. I, I enjoyed it more than I even anticipated. So thank you to everybody. Oh. All right, guys. Well, I hope you guys have a great start to your week and uh, have a yeah, have a good start to your week. And we'll see you guys back here on Wednesday. Yep. Yep. Peace.